welcome back to the Hunger for Knowledge podcast. It's always interesting to to greet people who don't necessarily even exist. He's just like, oh, hey, hey. I ain't listening to you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, Rob, how, how's your week been, man? Hectic as usual, you know, doing the, the one projects, taking up all my time. But uh had our first uh nonprofit meeting today, which was very exciting. So that's you say that really humbly, you know what I mean? Just like uh, yeah, I'm just I'm excited. I just, yeah, it's awesome. It's a really awesome thing. That's, uh, you that's know, really cool, man. To like see it from just an idea to where we're not really getting houses bought or we're not uh getting work done, but we're moving along pretty pretty well at a pretty good pace so just to get to this point feels like an accomplishment so really cool you know it's getting done what needs to be done so yeah man happy for you so definitely you need some good non-profits you haven't been introduced yet so don't 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 speak hush up until you're introduced (laughs) they didn't even know there was someone sitting there will's getting hostile we just started look at my look up look at my my volume spiking (laughs) getting them worked up But no, well, I'll have to turn you down for the first <laughs> yeah, time yeah, ever. No. Just cut that. I'm off. gonna have to like ease back. You might have to. But um, <laughs> yeah, tonight we have my my good friend Alex Knight here. Uh, he's a guy who I I've known for you know, like probably like twenty twenty years or so. Just you know, I've I've always considered him to be uh, one of my most valuable friends. And thank you. I uh. You know, I I spent a good deal of the best times in my life mm-hmm. with him. So I thought it was definitely appropriate, you know, to have him on here because he's always been somebody who's been trying to to keep me uh progressing and, and, and moving in a in a positive direction. And uh he has a really like weird life like his <laughs> life is pretty crazy i've 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 been able to watch some of it so so yeah alex address the people well, <laughs> thank you will <laughs> yeah yep. we had some uh crazy times back in the good old days but nice to meet everybody or nice <laughs> to meet you rob well, it's good to have you <laughs> it's on my first time first podcast so well, it's, it's cool. It's everybody's here. first yeah. at some point. So, well, thanks you know. for having the me. podcast version. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> we're all, we're only eight eight nine episodes in. Yeah, so we're man. Not, we're yeah. not masters by yeah. any any uh, any reason there. So, but yeah, man. I mean, thanks for coming on. Uh, I've always thought you had an interesting life, so I I thought it'd be interesting if you. Uh, kind of just talked about your life and just about you know more than i do the interesting things that that have happened i guess my life's kind of crazy because uh well i've i have a big family five brothers three sisters so it's nine total and uh grew up with these christian parents couldn't watch the simpsons but there's no also <laughs> any TV at all for a little while they didn't let us watch tv really well my older siblings because like my oldest brother's fifty two, I'm thirty two, so we got like a twenty five year gap. Wow! Between the oldest and the last four, which was me and my three brothers. So what's the youngest? He's thirty. 
30, so 20... Or 29. I'm, I'm three years older than him. So 23 from the first to last. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so it was fun growing up. And then... Uh, but then parents get divorced. My mar- my parents were married for 30 years and then uh, split up when I was 12. So then... Wow. That's crazy, yeah. man. How do you do something for 30 years and then just... So like, at that point, yeah. every, like... That's wild. You, everybody, all the kids were born and then they split up after. Well, they were... Yeah, they were together until I was 12. So my youngest brother was nine. So... Oh, wow. That's when they split. And we went with my mom, my, me and my four brothers, but the rest were already all... Gotcha, house, so. gotcha. So that was fun. <laughs> my mom didn't really discipline us in school, so I could do whatever I wanted, and I was kind of crazy at a young age. And yeah, did some things that were. I think we've all done some things at a young age. <laughs> yeah, he was. Um, Teachers he, couldn't discipline me because yeah. I didn't care. I'd go home, my mom would be crying because the divorce and everything. But so yeah, and then my younger brother Dave. I mean, Will was. That's kind of how I met Will. So they were good friends, and that that's true. But I actually think well, we I neighbors. technically no. I think I I think I met you first. Yeah. I think when we were playing football, when we were playing B team. Mm-hmm. I think that we met like we that summer. Man. We met that summer, and then me and Dave were like in the same like team at school. Yeah. So. Like, then I met him, and then that's when I started hanging out with Dave and then, like, being around you. So, yeah, it, I mean, yeah, and we rode the I bus. was definitely close with Dave yeah. before I was close with you. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was, um, Dave was a person who I, you know, he, he, he wanted to explore, like, yeah, he wanted to, like, he, he wanted to, he, he wanted to answer stuff. Yeah. But he not even in the same way though, because he was like, yeah. I remember this one time there was this teacher, this math teacher, and she was like talking about Dave. It was Miss Martzel, you remember that? Oh, yeah. And she was talking about Dave. She was like, I thought you were gonna be like a terrorist because <laughs> of your brother. Like I thought you were gonna be like the worst oh, kid ever. Yeah. yeah like she, she was like, me. I thought you were gonna be the worst kid ever. But like Dave is like. Like he would do stuff, but he was kind of, like, passive. Like, I, I don't know. It was Dave really, was nice. He was, he was a nice kid. And, um, yeah, it was She it was hated me. She's like, you're going to get beat up every day in high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> funny how kids, like, brothers and sisters and how teachers react. Because yeah. my old one daughter like, was, like, in all the higher, harder classes and the academic classes and yeah. stuff. And now she, my other daughter has those same teachers. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and the reaction to to them, yeah. the two differences is funny. I feel bad. I was a dick to teachers sometimes, but I mean, you got to realize at that point in time when I had her, I was thirteen, so that's when everything was like you were going I was through free. Some stuff. I didn't have I didn't have parents around being like, "Hey, you can't do that." So I could do whatever I wanted. So t- teachers need to understand like these kids are growing up and they got shit going on at home. They can't. So that she told me I'm gonna get beat up every day in high school. Like, I'm 13 years old. You're telling me that? Like, yeah, it's not a good you, thing to say to a 13. That's not I know I to pissed say you off, person. but you're an adult and I'm a kid. I mean, the shit I didn't learn in school, shit I could have learned, the shit I learned as soon as I turned 18 and started working, is the shit they should have been teaching us. Well, but, our educational you know, system is failing us well, daily. Just, I mean, we got people. 
like all these teachers, they have their emotions, and the kids have their emotions, and sometimes it's hard to control how you oh, feel. Absolutely. So your emotions take over, and you just act. You ever have a little kid say something to you that made you be like, like you were like, yeah. damn, like why you say that to me? Like that hurt. Like, <laughs> that that. You didn't have to say that, little kid. Little kids say yeah. the most, but. But in that in those situations, you got to remember, like, all right, I'm the adult here, like, yeah. just like with teachers, like, mm-hmm. I I experienced way too many teachers who, it was almost kind of like they didn't have respect for what was going on. Like, you're an adult tasked with trying to educate me and like make me want to be a better person. Yeah, but they'd get into like these like emotional matches with with kids like you know what i mean like with 15 14 year old kids who don't know anything about life i probably would i probably would too if i was a teacher to be honest i mean they're with, they're <laughs> with them every yeah, day yeah, yeah i was thinking paper. that too at least it, that's why they get the summers off so they have I three get months it. so all right I dealt, I dealt with these fucking kids I, I get that but at the same months. time it's like it used yeah, okay, you might have your momentary lapses, but I'm sure that there are uh, some teachers who generally just, you know, they kind of want to get into it with a kid. So oh, yeah. what what it's was like, the difference oh. of, like, if you think about the teacher that you thought was good, mm-hmm. you know, what was the difference between that teacher and the other teachers? You know what I, I mean? don't even know if, like, I don't know how to define a good teacher. Like, I mean, te- just teaching me what I'm supposed to know, I don't necessarily think, I think that there's more than teaching than just teaching I had a lot. book studies. When I became a senior in high school, then I started to just mellow out, kind of mm-hmm. become more mature. And teachers were cooler then, but when you're in like 10th, uh, there was a couple teachers like, you know, like uh, Mr. Harding, Hardy? Mr. Harding, yeah. Yeah, that guy was awesome. Lenny. He was just like, you know, laid back. If he that's, did something stupid, he wasn't. What the fuck? Get out! Go to the principal's office. Yeah, yo, just yo. Like, cool I, off. If you go in the, he would just be cool. He knew their kids, just yeah. letting out the shit that they're dealing with. I, the I think shit he, that builds us as people is the shit that happens when we're kids. Uh, I, so. I think he always stayed in touch with the person he was when he was in high school, and oh, I yeah. thought he like Mr. Harding, like oh, he, yeah. like he, he really yeah, like right. could be that person. I think mm-hmm. because. Uh, I mean, he. You gotta, you gotta still remember that stuff. You can, as a thirty-one-year-old man, it's hard for me to remember sometimes what it was like to be like fourteen or something like that. Yeah. Or even like four, three. You know what I mean? Yeah, De- absolutely. Definitely anything like that. So, you know, certain teachers, I think they keep that in line. I was at, I was at this church, the other day, and. There was a picture of him on the on the wall yeah. from high school getting his shot blocked by Sam Bowie. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, because he played for Ephrata way back then. And Sam Bowie was in school then. And Sam Bowie was just like, what school on did his Sam shot. Bowie go? Like, was he it? went to Lebanon. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah he went to Lebanon. I never knew that. Um, huh. Yeah, he's a, he's a Lebanon Bowie. dude. That's the dude who got. Uh, drafted before Michael Jordan. Ah. It's the guy they always talk about because, yeah, because huh. he he beat Michael Jordan in the draft. In the draft, wow. yeah. Well, Michael but Jordan he, was he had picked. a lot of injuries and stuff. But. Michael Jordan was picked second. No, Jordan went um, what like third? Fifth, I think. Was wait, it like third? Um, 
Because then went Olajuwon, Bowie, and then I think Jordan. Because like I, what I remember of, of Jordan in so. college, like the, the prestige of Jordan wasn't that great in college, was it? Like he, it, he was a good player, but wasn't like what nah, he was I, in the NBA. He he, the oh, he wasn't that, the... but he like there's if you go on YouTube. Cause I'm I brainwashed my kids with Michael Jordan clips, <laughs> <laughs> Just make them watch it. Good. I my parents would have done that to me. But I uh, I was watching it the other day, and uh, there was a I was watching YouTube, and there was this video of him playing like he was on this Olympics team, and he was playing against like NBA All Stars, like Larry Bird was playing, Matt Magic, Isaiah Thomas, like all these people were in. Yeah. It. And like he kind of destroyed them. Like, and he was still technically a college dude. Right. But he kind of, like, killed him. Like, it was noticeable. You're like, oh, they're not, like, he's a different thing than them. Like, he's he's not, they're not on his level. And he's younger than them. And he he didn't play high school basketball until 11th grade, right? Jordan? Jordan. No, he was early. Was he? Yeah. I thought he he didn't play. No, there's the guy on the Spurs, David, or... I thought he didn't make the team till eleventh grade. Yeah, he might not have made the team. He was playing. He was though. playing, but yeah. I don't think yeah, he could right. make, the he make the team until eleventh grade. So imagine that. There's a yeah, conspiracy. Was like me in basketball. <laughs> There's a conspiracy theory that the dude who like he credits as beating him out when. Like, cause uh, there's part of like, he, cause he has like a mythos. There's like the Michael Jordan story. Uh-huh. Like yeah. that's a thing. So yeah. there's this conspiracy theory that says that there's this guy who beat him out i forget what the dude's name was but that this guy really doesn't exist like that he's like uh just somebody who it's just a dramatic element oh. to dramatize like his life and make it into like something gotcha. that is like more like you know yeah more marketable and things like like he he right. got cut in tenth grade or something. I think that's the how it right. goes. Right, that's kind of how I remember. That's it. the mythos. Like huh. he got cut in tenth grade, and some dude beat him, and then there's just like maybe that didn't even happen. Uh, <laughs> right, right. It's, just it's not like now where they have high school games on TV if you're if you're any good, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to get off local news. I was only on the I was only on the local channels. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But uh, I didn't make the team till eleventh grade. But. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't make the team ever. I got cut. Make, that was a that was. Didn't Ron play that year too? Didn't, yeah. didn't he play for you? Both played for like yeah. a little bit. I spent a lot of time playing basketball. But it yeah, you time. we played a lot. I went over to the court, like over in the old like yeah. in the old neighborhood. It's be my yeah. Place. I went there. I started going there because I mean. All of that land back there is yeah, just like, fun. it's, you know, I just let my kids go back there and just run. Like, where we grew up at, yeah. there was this basketball court, like, kind of in the middle of our house. It's, like, up this hill. Like, was I was up, up on the hill, and he was, like, at the bottom of the hill. Uh-huh. And then yeah. there's, like, this basketball court in, like, the middle, like, just yeah. in this grass. It's, it's like awesome. a heaven. It's Chain like, nets. To, like oh, to a basketball player, shit. it's, like, heaven. Like, yeah. I took Dean there. I took <laughs> Dean there the other day, and, like, like we parked like, we parked on the street, and then we had to, like, walk to it. And, like, like you end up in, like, this valley, like, this mm-hmm. It was so fun growing up there. Yeah. But, like, there's this valley, and then, like, he's like, where are you taking me? And, <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, just wait. Like, so then we, like, get around. He's like, oh, it's just, like, sitting up there in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, yeah. Like, it was yeah. a great place for me to, to start playing ball. 
Yeah, I'll probably be there a lot more. Yeah, um, man. Check it. Go out there, excited. man. It's definitely awesome. But um, back to the roots. Yeah, that was uh, you know, that was when uh, Allen Iverson was like his. That was like his his My big idol. inspiration. Oh, his, I loved Allen his Iverson. Idol. Yeah, that's how I became a basketball player. I watched one game in eighth grade, and I was like, "Shit, this guy's." Amazing. I didn't even. I used to watch nothing but college basketball. Yeah. And then I watch, and I loved Georgetown before AI got there. Yeah. And then he came in, and I was like, I, t- I loved Allen Iverson. And I was like, I'm gonna, he got drafted, of course, by the Sixers. I'm going to start watching the Sixers again. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously we all know what happened, but yeah. uh, I, I loved Allen Iverson. Yeah, he was like watching Barry Sanders. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Like, Barry this Sanders small just, dude just giving yeah. so much effort. Especially in college. He was slamming on John yeah. Duncan on people. Yeah. And people. Even, even, even in the beginning of his Sixers years, like, he had some crazy dunks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Crazy! His hops Maniac. were just just out. There. They said if he would have played football, he would have been you he know was, all pro. He did, yeah. He, he was, was a killer kid, at that. Killer. Yeah, this yeah. team won the championships. Yeah, so. like they. I mean, can you imagine how hard it must have been for a sixteen-year-old kid to try that. to tackle like Allen Iverson? <laughs> Even though he's younger, you know, like he's still yeah. Allen Iverson. Like, yeah. Like, He's crafty. He's, he's oh, strong. He's mm. fast. Like he was killing those dudes. It looked yeah. like he was uh, on, like playing with like eighth graders. Or you yeah. see some of these the guys that are in like freshmen's in college and they're playing college football or sophomores, and then you think about like they could have been playing against these effort of kids. And there ain't no like some of those guys that yeah. they would have played. It, there ain't none of those effort of kids that ever tackled. They never have no chance. No shot. The whole team. I just had this vision of the whole team just bouncing off the guy. It looked, just, like, it looked like little giants yeah. with that dude Spike. <laughs> hey, they won. They ended their fifty-two game losing I saw, streak. Yeah, I know. I did see that. That was. Uh, I was like, uh, that's that's sad. Fifty-two games. That's pretty sad. It's a lot of losing. Yeah. How do you go to the game? Just I can't remember ever going to a game where I was like, "We're absolutely gonna lose." You're going to a game and thinking that you'll probably be down by fifty at halftime. What's it like when you're? <laughs> what's it like if you're like part of the coaching staff and you're like thirty-eight games deep that's with losing? I, but that's, up, though. I was always on these losing teams. We but always like, lost. The big, the biggest kids in Africa are on the sidelines watching the game. Like they're not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, uh, what's his the the ex kid that comes and plays oh, basketball? Baby, so, yeah, yeah. That's he's man. a he's a junior in high school and he doesn't play. You know, he's not playing football. No, he's not because people are smart now. Yeah, people I know, are, but people, I mean, like <laughs> people are like my wife just earlier. Don't want to get like, hit. Yeah, my my nephew. He's he's gonna start playing tackle football, and she was like, "It won't be Amari. Like Amari, like." I don't think we're gonna let him play football. Like I was, I, I I wanted to because you know you I love football. Like I love to play football, but mm-hmm. I still would play football right now, even though I would be walking around like Yoda for the next. Like day. I will be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I just like you said, the caveman. <laughs> I'd be in my caveman hunch. You can play flag football. We played to today. He played. <laughs> he you? plays with Mike. Oh, Remember nice. when we played? Yeah. We, when we played with Mike. Yeah. At that church. And you got hurt, remember? Tore my hamstring. He took, Shit and then sucks. that's the same day that I did my shoulder. We did it in the same game. Oh, yeah, today was, was a crazy game. We won 76, 72, no, 74, what? 72. 
74, 72. Six seconds left. Mike threw a touchdown. People just don't play defense. (laughs) No, there was no defense at all. Mike was playing safety. I'm I'm telling you, I came up to him at one point in the game and said, I'm not trying to be a dick, dude, but somebody else got to play safety. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're just throwing bombs over his head. I'm like, we got to do something. But we were throwing, doing the same thing. It was a crazy game. But we won. Mike brought us back. That's that's cool. Yeah, I was all drunk the night before that game, and the first play of the game, I didn't warm up or anything. He's like, "Alex, go long," and I was like, "All right." So <laughs> he bombed it, and I, it it went like I had to like outstretch, and my hamstring just. I had to drive stick shift home. Oh, that sucked. I had to like oh, it was man. my left leg, so I couldn't push the clutch. So I push it, shift, yeah. and then. I, I, I messed up my ankle one time and had to wear one of them boots. Yeah. And then I had to drive to Jersey once a week. Oh, That's yeah. how I used to drive. I'd, I'd push. With stick. Yeah, with stick. Yeah. I had to push. Thankfully, I'd go down the turnpike. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, then you can set it. Yeah, yeah, but it was, it sucked. Yeah, it was <laughs> hamstrings. I mean, you can't move your leg. Oh, yeah. Those Thankfully, I haven't had any hamstrings. Hamstrings yeah. would. Ugh. Yeah, it wasn't fun. I'm not nah, trying to get hurt like that. Yeah. Then Mike, Mike came up to me and he's like, I was like, dude, I'm hurt. And he's like, no, you're fine, man. Get up. Get back <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, dude, I can't. He's like, touches my leg and oh, he throws it off. And I was like, how long ago work, was this? <laughs> it was Mike's, like six years But ago, Mike's man. always Mike's done still that. doing that. Yeah. Mike's well, always he gave me that. those trace mineral drops, and those actually did heal. Yeah, yeah, they make yeah. a difference. Yeah, like heal. some of that stuff he does, it does yeah. make a difference. I, I think Concentrace I, minerals. They were awesome. Yeah, that was the. Yeah, Any, the anytime I hurt myself, I had a shoulder injury, drink those for a week, and I'm like, good. I remember when I did my shoulder that day, like, I don't even know what happened because I didn't go to the doctor in order for him to have, like, some sort of, like, like he, he, I didn't get it uh, figured out what happened, but, like, I was, I remember I was just in, in an insurance list, yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> healing, like, yeah. I was just, like, just laying there, like, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, it's healing, it's yeah. healing. <laughs> You're convincing it. I'm yeah. always talking Doctors about... Doctors wouldn't do anything anyway. They'd be like, let me give you... Let me uh, yeah, they to, like, cut me open and stuff. No, we'll I'm give you sorry. A, we'll give I, you a steel shoulder. They want to I go believe in my, in my mind. Some oxycontin. <laughs> they wanted to go to my knee one time. We just want to go in there and look around. We don't yeah. know what's wrong. I'm like, I'm good, dude. Just, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'll just accept the pain. That's because you're going to get, like, 30 grand if you go yeah. in there. Exactly. He's <laughs> like, oh, it looks good right there. Let me get inside that shoulder. You want to give me some money? No. I'll sit here and heal. I don't, yeah, I just got to distrust. I trust him. Mike. You got I trust Mike more than I'm I trust tr- di- doctors any day. You got to start taking some more. C60. What's C60 that? is good stuff. Like yeah. C60 is carbon based stuff. Yeah. And I've started taking that stuff. And like if I get cut anything or I get hurt, huh. I heal so much faster. Really? I would do yeah. that, but I'm Annoying a poor person. It's no, a it's a drop. Uh, <laughs> Take like a half yeah. a teaspoon yeah. a, a day. And it's like. Yeah. Eight ounces is like thirty bucks. Oh yeah, it's not cheap though. Yeah, but like I last yeah, like a month. I'm too poor for all that. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta just well, do meditation. But no, they free. Mike, Mike bought <laughs> all the stuff to make it. I was telling him about. It. He's like, he started. He was like, started doing some research, and then he's like, dude, I, he's like, I, I bought the stuff to make the C60. He, I was like, really? awesome. I was like, well, I'm running out. Start making it, and it takes. You have to. It's weird. You have to put it in a a pot and then it stirs it just it um, stirs in a pot for like 14 days it's kind of a weird thing so i was like dude did you start making i'm running out no 
I was like, well, I put it on the table yesterday. Oh, so we're getting somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he, he's like, oh, and then it was like three weeks later. He's like, I got bad news. It's not on the table anymore. I'm like, Come on, dude. You're killing me. You're <laughs> killing me. So, so you know, I'm, yeah. I can't wait till he makes it because yeah. it will probably be some good stuff. C60. The, C60. They'll be hearing C60. this. They'll be hearing this. About, it's what's carbon. This C60. Oh, it's carbon based. And it okay. like goes, it like, uh, it, ta- it goes through your cells and like, reconstruct your cells or something really? i forget i can't i used to know because when i first did the research i was like then yeah. i knew about it. now like i just been taking yeah, it's it. foggy uh, you know it's foggy yeah. <laughs> a whole bunch of other information is taking most of that yes. place yes <laughs> there's only so much ram left and I, i'm just i'm out i have none left <laughs> I, was just, I so, took it before I felt good. That's yeah. all I need. <laughs> That's exactly right. Don't ask me questions. My, when Figure a cut on my so. hand now heals in two days, and it used to take a week. Really? I'm going to go. That's yeah. good. That's I'll enough. I'll try it. I cut myself That's every enough proof for me. And plus, when you it get older, everywhere. the older you get, the more it affects you. It gives you energy. It's supposed to like clear yeah. your mind. And like, you know, the more like the bigger. You need all that. It's nasty, though. Yeah. It's like I've never drank motor oil, but I got to imagine it's close to this stuff. Huh. It's not good. It's like it's from olive oil. It's that an olive oil extra. That's the best for you. Yeah, exactly. Like my wife has Ayahuasca. this. Like uh, it's called like fern burn. I don't know what it's called, but fern I call burn. it. I call it hell burn because <laughs> hell burn. yeah, because she's like, take this. It'll get rid of that that cold in a day. I took that stuff. I was sicker from taking that stuff. Was so nasty, and it works. She takes it. And it, it works for her, but I can't even like get within ten feet of it. I'm ready fern to puke. Burn. Fern burn. Uh, it's not called fern burn. But that's what I just made up names for. <laughs> that's it. a cool name. Because I it, thought it, man, I thought it burns like hell I'm going down. It is burn. nasty. But it works for her. She she gets a cold and she's good in like two days. Huh. She starts taking it. It's yeah, nasty. That, that uh rhino cord nose spray, that stuff's good for colds and I've never allergies. heard of that. It knock it knocks the allergies out right away. Huh. Yeah. And I wish it's I good knew stuff. That. <laughs> just information <laughs> I learned. My allergies were pretty bad. Oh yeah, it's yeah a, it does it seem like people's allergies are getting worse over the years? It does like, seems seem like like a, a lot of people have more allergies now. Why Can't is trails. that? I mean, you know, Spraying conspiracy. Shit. You wise. know why? I'm kind of. You both it. actually know. We you. I think we both up, we you. both probably yeah. think the same thing as to why people's allergies have gone up. Oh. I think it's a combination of diet plus what the fuck's in dropping the air. from the sky. Yeah, yeah, spraying. About, yeah, about have the, some chemtrails, we, especially here where we have. <laughs> you don't want to get in Lancaster County like the worst uh, air, air quality. You yeah. told me that I I, air yeah. quality is pretty bad. In I, I saw that on a YouTube video randomly. I was like, I was like. Bad like I quality, like I was just watching this random video. They're like the worst air. It's pretty bad in the United States, but, like Lancaster did, County. No, did you? What? Did you, what? Because we got all these farms, dude. They're spraying shit. Yeah, pesticides the pesticides. Uh, uh, Masano. I believe it. Yeah. I believe they it, changed their name. I believe well, they got bought by Bear. Oh, did they? Yeah. All these chemicals in good. the air are secretly turning me into a superhero. <laughs> yeah. You're convinced. Yeah. I've convinced them. You have said that. Remember when you said about the the uh, the reactor that fell in? The, what's the reactor from Japan? The, the Fukushima or whatever? Yeah, yeah. You, you said that was going to create superheroes? That's what's happening. Now, all of this is just creating superheroes. You're not going to see it for like That's 100 years. Happened, but like DNA one day it's going to be people just like from all this Monsanto and all this stuff. The, genetically modified everything this is going to be 
giants and yeah. stuff. I don't know. People's... The guy that sued Monsanto's got like two months to live. They said he's probably not going to ever see that. Well, he's. He... It doesn't matter. Ain't nobody ever getting paid, so it doesn't matter. Then that, mm. that place would be bankrupt. And I was just I was gone just... before we know it. It's so disgusting to think that like. All these pharmaceutical companies that have done all of this damage to people. Like, I just can't see a day when they'll mm. actually, like... That's why they pay doctors so much. Like, But, nobody I mean, else like, would... they'll never pay for this. Like, they'll never no, ever... But... Like, they'll just continue doing this, and, like, they'll never be brought to justice. Yeah, they, they will, in their no, own right. When? At their house, in their head, doing fucked up shit to people, it's gonna come back and get you. I mean... You can't be a dick. I mean, they think they're doing the right thing, so I don't mean that. <laughs> pharmaceutical companies are just... Your dick is going to get you. It's just absurd the amount of destruction they cause and get away with. And then they just pay a fine and just call it a day. No, Nobody goes just, to jail. They pay like, politicians to write a, a law, lobbyists to get the law yeah, exactly. passed so they can't... I think we have, should start sending them to the front lines of war. I just, that would be great. All I, I don't even care if you that just just make them stop doing it to pe- like I don't you know I don't you don't even have to punish hey, them. Trump just will make get them it done. stop. Trump will get it done. He'll get it done. He'll get it done. He's going in. He's cleaning that swamp. Yo, he's out. yep. He's cleaning the swamp out. Nobody's God. getting that done. The only way that can get my done is the people is, themselves say. My hey, question is, yeah. can you clean the swamp out if you're part of the swamp? I mean, if. I don't know. Can you clean the swamp out if you're a swamp thing? Yeah. And if you're in the swamp, you know <laughs> where the, the dirt's swamp, at. You know the dirt. You're hanging <laughs> around with all the swamp people and the swamp things before yeah. you're president. Jim Carrey, if you're listening, make your next cartoon be about... Make make Trump be swamp thing. Did you see <laughs> Do the, that? That'll be hilarious. Did you see the uh, picture he painted? Yeah, of, no, of that's the, what I'm telling him. If this, he's listening, uh, if he's one of the millions yeah. of people listening to this oh, he right is. now... He, Jim, just make it. It'll be hilarious. Swamp Thing Trump. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> oh, that'll go viral. That's it. <laughs> we're gonna get. We're gonna get some some mean comments Swamp now because we talked in a negative way of of people oh, of a certain wow. person. I mean, I don't know. Like, I heard people. Doctors deserve. I heard it. people I'm call I'm Barack s- Obama a nasty lost? Negro yeah. monkey. <laughs> no, no, but no, you're. Yeah, I mean. Me and me and Alex grew up with a lot of the same people, so it's like the pharmaceutical companies. You've seen what they've done to the people like that we used to hang out with. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's all going back to that. Like I don't. The correlation between the flooding of you know the market with all those opioids Look, and people then, get sick and they. Sorry, cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead. They get sick and they get in a lot of pain and they're like desperate. I need some, and they got the answer. It will fuck up your life, but it's a good short-term answer. Well, well the, I can always get off. It's like getting a credit card. Yeah, well, I can uh, take it. I can take a couple G's out. Well, I'll the problem is when you incentivize doctors. Yeah. Oh yeah, doctors. You, you know, have to though, because the they, problem with doctors is they have to pay so much to go to school, right? So yeah. now we're, you know, now we're in debt like crazy. Yeah. You go to school for ten years to be a doctor yeah. in debt like crazy. First thing you do, you get out, and now you're trying to make that money back. So now, yeah. we'll, oh, by, oh, by the way, listen, we got this great program. If you start giving all these pills out and start writing these prescriptions, you can get bonuses. Yeah, but when you have a system yeah. that gives out it's bonuses with that, yeah, rewards then, people. For then that. they're like, damn. I'm, 
all these people are coming back. They're on heroin now. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I just what's gave the problem? This medicine three oh, years ago. I got a solution. Let's just get more rehabs. Uh, yeah, but I I got a uh, 2.5 million dollars in bonuses. So yeah. you know what? Fuck them. They decided oh. to take it. I didn't force <laughs> them to take on. it. Here's an no, idea. I don't mean that's what let's they think. Come, but let's come up evil. with a drug that doesn't allow you to take meth yeah. anymore. That'll be the solution, and then we'll be able to sell that for hundreds of dollars a piece or yeah. whatever stupid price they charge so now we create problems so we also in turn create solutions that aren't really solutions Mm -hmm. just something that like i i talked to some people and like they're like these people will literally be on this drug for the rest of their life so that's like like that's a a customer for the next 60 years yeah Talk that's about job security. We got 400, <laughs> 400 million now man, in the U.S. That's... Isn't it like 400 or 350? What's that? 400, 350 million, 400 million people in America who are 330. all... 330. All 30, really? 330 okay. is last 330. I saw. 330. And all of them are, I mean, especially all the people in offices and stuff, it's hard to get out of work and go want to work out. You come home, you get tired, yeah. you want to eat fast, you got to get shit done fast. Yeah. Eat it fast food, get food. Bigger, get out of shape, oh, get in sure. pain, hurt yourself. The older mm-hmm. I get, the more convinced I am that we can fix most things with diet. Yeah. Our eating habits. Oh, and definitely. like you said, it's hard. Anything. It's hard to eat right. It's hard to eat good. How do you make time to 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 make meals and make lunches yeah. and make all these things and yeah. and still get everything done in a day, plus spend time with your family, plus, you know, do mm-hmm. whatever else you want to do with you know, you want to go play basketball for an Plus, hour. it tastes fucking really good. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so, you got that mouth fixation. You know, you want to taste. I could eat my wife's you, shitty you know. cooking or I could go to what's going to taste know, you, good and be horrible. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, I, I can't even, like, cook. get within 10 miles of a McDonald's anymore. It just makes I'll, me I'll never go. After I saw <laughs> even a though McDonald's I five miles from in one. a guy's pocket from 20 years ago and it looked the same. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm never eating there again. <laughs> How the fuck am I going to digest that? It can't even. It can't even biodegrade in the air. They've been talking. Well, they've been talking about Coca Cola can take rust off a of bumper for yeah, how many years now? I had this I rusty thing. I poured it in. Yep. Coca Cola. And on people it. are it's drinking real. that stuff. That's that's what I but mean. It's how like, it tastes we, so good. How like, long have we known that though? And, and people are still little, drinking it. Like how? Like how? We are don't you care. Gonna... We kind of want to die. We're all fucking fed <laughs> up anyway. We're like, fuck it. Give me I don't want to die. Listen, no. But I I think subconsciously we do. We're like, fuck. What's next? It has to be better than all this bullshit. That's that's. I think that's real. <laughs> it's a negative I think way, but. I I told somebody somebody and they they looked at me like I was crazy, but I said I think that there's a somewhat suicidal <laughs> part of people that acts sometimes, and it does it in ways that are kind of like you see it through like addiction or something. Like you're when you look at your addictions, you're like, I know this is like killing me, but I'm just going to keep eating it or yeah, doing it or are doing like whatever. The perfect thing. Cigarettes are the perfect thing. When I stopped like, put, when I stopped smoking cigarettes, zero. Yeah, zero things. That was the thing. Fuck, they pissed me off and going. And that cost how much? <laughs> yeah. Like, that was the thing that got me to stop. I always tell people, it's not about it's not about a patch or something like, like it's about a realization. Like mm. a, like coming to a base realization of not only is this not doing anything for me. I'm getting worse by doing, like like I'm literally just like oh, uh, let's let's get worse right here. Oh yeah, that feels that I'll feels that just feels terrible right there. I'm That's just gonna smoke another one. It's perfectly terrible. It's just 
I, when I got done smoking uh, cigarettes, I was like, man, like this is possible in life. Like <laughs> not just with cigarettes, but with yeah. other shit. Like yeah. you can start, you can start doing stuff that will wreck your life and you will give it a place in your life. <laughs> like you'll be like, oh, this is awesome. Like, come yeah. on, man. Like I'm eating all this junk. Like it's awesome. It tastes great. But it's killing me, and I don't, I don't really know. care. I smoked, <laughs> I smoked like two cigarettes ever. I tried oh, one, and I was nice. like, "This is nasty." Good I was like, you. then I tried a different one. I was like, "This is still nasty." <laughs> See, I was retarded, and I was first time I smoked weed. I was fourteen, and they were like, "If you smoke a cigarette, it'll make you higher." So I was like, "Okay." But anyway, long story short, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll smoke one," and then five, five years later, one. I'm fucking smoking all the time. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I never wanted to smoke. But I did. I, I never just, wanted that's to what smoke pe- cigarettes. People around me, man, that's what they were I, doing. I think it's social. Yeah, it I is. think if it's like largely social it gets you out. Like if you need a break, you want a break. So all right, well I at think, least now I have something to do. I can go out. Uh, it's stupid. It's nothing. It's just. I all, think some people struggle with like so. Like I struggle like socially, and I think that's like a way to break the ice and stuff. Because yeah. like people are smoking, and it's just kind of like a. Yeah. A band together kind of thing, you know? Like, yeah. oh, he smokes, I smoke. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, yeah like, it's gotta got be lighter. something because a lot of people still do it. And yeah. it's fucking fortune to do. I can't even. <laughs> how much does a pack of cigarettes cost? It's like eight bucks. Oh, <laughs> Here, in other places, it's like 12 to 20. So, how many know? packs a day or how many packs a week do you get? Me? Yeah. Uh, I, get it, I get enough to be like, what am I doing? My buddy does like a Sounds, pack a day. I'll be done soon. Oh Fifty six dollars, dude. That's fifty six dollars a week. That's yeah. rough. That's like four. That's that's two hundred dollars a month. Like five I'm grand like, a year, holy probably. Crap. Four, five grand yeah, a year. It's in, it, that's what. That's the reason why. Like, I'll as long as that is illegal, or as long. I mean, as long as that's legal, <laughs> legal yeah, it should be illegal. <laughs> yeah. Like when you think about it, you're like, wait, did you just try to poison somebody? No, if it you was good this, for you, it'd be illegal. So you put right, all this the shit that should right. be illegal isn't. You put all this stuff. <laughs> Backwards, put all this stuff is. in a thing and gave it to a person. Was like, put that into your body. Hold on, let's spray it's with some of this poison. shit first. I just think we live in the most backward times. That's just so yeah. wild. Ever. Like, like everything is backwards. It's kind of like even with like with things like vaccines. When uh, you start looking at like, oh wait, why do you put that in something you're going to give a child? That's, I just saw a statistic. And um, they want they have a vaccine for oh shit, I can't remember what that what that disease is, but they have this vaccine and it's it's a newer vaccine and they want to start giving it to people. But the the numbers when they did the testing, the numbers more people died from the vaccine than the people that died from the disease Uh and they want to start giving the vaccine to people. How see how do you do that? Like what kind of like evil <laughs> shit are you on? Like I mean, it's like wh- what was the report? Yeah. Oh, I don't give a shit. Right. I don't give a shit. Just do it. Just do it. It's, it's cool. It's fine. It's, how much are we gonna make off it? How yeah, many people just, can just are, send that? Through. How many people are really gonna die? I mean, it's not gonna be that much. How many people are gonna be documented that die from this? Yeah, we won't get. It won't matter. That's just so, that's so disgusting on so many different levels. Like. But uh, when, when are we going to, like, start holding... I mean, like, part when, of it That's the whole thing I mean about pharmaceutical, all of that. Like, how, how, I just don't see them ever coming to any kind of, like... A 
Accountability. Like, yeah, accountability. Like they just like you just do things and then They're untouchable. They, yeah, people They're are just rich. like, oh, it's okay that they. It's They're like just, this is our lives. When you're yeah. super like, rich you, like that, people want to like suck up to you because they hope they can get something out of you. So then, <laughs> so then they got the power because you know what's funny? Do you see the guy that uh, one guy that they did throw throw in jail? The one, uh, the one guy that bought the. He bought the one drug that cured something, and he raised the price like some. It was uh, AIDS. Yeah, yeah the, yeah. the Martin. They, that that's the dude who had that Wu Tang album. Yeah, and they put him in jail. Like, what did he do? He pissed off the wrong person, obviously. I because he didn't pay off the right people. Yeah, because like, like when <laughs> we had electric cars back in the day, yeah. and they just they made said, them disappear. Yeah, nah, we're doing this gas thing. I have a good feeling that Elon Musk. I don't think Tesla is going to be around much longer. Oh yeah, bro. I think. I think they're. they're gonna, I think that's part up. of that interview. Like his, like to me, like just something's going on where like you see him and he's just talking. And he's like, feels bummed out. You no, know? he's. I think he's just stressed. He's got so much shit that going. Be it. He's going down. But, he's like all these people looking at him to do shit. Like that's a that's a lot I mean, of pressure. You're, I said you're them, the guy. You're the. <laughs> You're Einstein of today, pretty yeah. much. You're that. You're Tesla. I sent you him a. T- he's Tony Stark. I, <laughs> I I sent him a tweet. Oh, he's gonna kill it. And said, I think Tesla's gonna. I sent him a tweet up. about uh, uh, Flint, Michigan. I was like, look, Te- you're yeah, like su- you're the superhero of this time. <laughs> These people don't have clean water. See? You don't think that you got some geniuses sitting around that might maybe could like. See, figure something out since you want to change the traffic patterns in LA and you want to send cars to space and stuff. You want to do all this stuff. These people don't got drinking water. Like, you know, if you want to be Superman, be Superman. I mean, figure that out. Yeah, but there's probably a reason those people don't have drinking water that he can't. I um, think if you probably test a lot of places water, it's probably not that clean. And I know I got, mine listen, is. You got strong. I got. I have a theory. <laughs> I got the fish fair theory. The okay. what? The wait, fish wait. fair theory. The fish fair. <laughs> oh, no, that can't never be good. Never good, right? But listen, this happened how, to me in life. How many times that you could bring those fish home from the fair and they die? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, anyway, you die right. every time, That's and you put point. them in the in the water. So, but my dad one time put, took spring water, and he made he put the fish. It, Put spring water in that same bowl for like five years. That fish stayed alive. I only drink spring water. So thanks to that yeah. water that he's putting the reg- he's putting the other fish in that comes out of his picket, they're dying. And and I'm, yeah. saying, I'm just saying, and, and, we're, and, and we definitely <laughs> come in contact with that water. Well, fluoride is a byproduct of aluminum waste that. <laughs> That's oh, but what it that makes is? your bones strong and your teeth strong. Okay, well, I, I don't want that shit. The Black. fluoride is ridiculous. Black the theory, out your pineal gland. When I hear people say it's good for you, I'm just like, what is wrong with <laughs> that's you? That's what they. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, like when I see like it's like a, a byproduct f- of aluminum waste. Like, how is that good? This they're like, what are we gonna do with this? Oh, let's just dump it in the water. That'll be good. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's marketing. Put it in the drinking supply. That's what we call marketing. That's what they do. They dump it. That's in, you ever yeah. see the videos about the the cereal. With the nah. shit that's in cereal, uh, I saw the guy. Oh yeah, flipping out about it. He's yeah. like, he used to like work in a plant where they made cereal or something. Or no, he made yeah, what dude. whatever. I check labels. I ch- just yeah, check and, them. It takes and he's like, two seconds. This shit shouldn't be in cereal. Yeah, what he's the like, fuck is micro yeah. blah blah blue? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I want fucking like, spring water, fruit. <laughs> yeah, and he's else? like, how is this in cereal that we're feeding our kids? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I. This is what I mean. Like it's just so Scientists, disrespectful. Like the whole shooting shit in. Well, the whole thing yeah. is disrespectful. It's like we don't care do about your life, and we'll have stuff like the FDA and stuff like that. But realistically, like the FDA is a joke. And this the the sad part is like everybody knows it. Like everybody knows. Mm-mm. I don't think everybody does. I think it's so, on, few that's people, true. Not everybody. I think but, the majority of people are like, "Well, the FDA says it's good." Th- th- yeah. I hope that's not the the majority. I think it's true. I don't know. People are talking. I'm scared to. that that is. I'm scared that it is. I'm but s- at the same time, just like, how can you be that misinformed in this world? Like, how could you not be? We spend all our time earning a living to pay for these I bills. I think that's part of and it. We, it. We're so we're, we got our families. Are, Shit's costing a lot more. You seeing all these Kardashian bullshit, getting all all these <laughs> vacations and all this bullshit. Louis Vuitton. People are distracted. I need Michael Kors. What the fuck? Do you need a Michael Kors bag for? Like, what's that going to do? Anyway, but we all were chasing that but thing the- that's going to make us happy, and we're losing what actually would make us happy. The thing yeah. about the FDA too. The other thing is. So like we talked about Masanto a little bit. The, yeah. the president of Masanto left Masanto. To be the the head of the FDA, really? So that's right there. That is a problem. No, they created Agent Orange. He's he's trying to. Yeah, they're getting sued from uh, the countries over. They're just trying to make superheroes. That's all they're trying to do. Yeah, over Vietnam. Yeah, Yeah. you see the pictures of those kids until you got five headed kids. Or, or some they kind might of, be all out for our, our best interest. I'm you know, sure maybe they are. we just got it all wrong. We do, uh, and all listen, the people around us dying, hope, especially I'm our so best friends who, who has cancer. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, dying. when I when me and Mike talk about this stuff at basketball, there's a lot of people looking at us like we're very strange. Uh, that's yeah. true. That's so true. I like kind of like I that kind of conversation doesn't really like happen. So, we're ha- we're having that conversation, but they're not willing to be included in that conversation. There is say, some guys I just think that people don't want to hear about. It. They're just like tired of hearing. They about don't it. want it's very negative because they know it's bad and they hear about it. All right, what the fuck am I going to do about it? Am That's I what they think. Yeah. That's why I continues. Yeah, just do my own thing. Yeah, we gotta like. I don't know what you do. I don't know if like I don't know. We you know what we gotta do? We just gotta stop buying the bullshit. Yeah. If everybody stopped buying the bullshit and started doing, but you, it's too hard. It's to illegal to because you got. Too, then you gotta to convince your wife. You gotta change your kids' diets who have ra- been raised on this shit. It's, it's a big fiasco. It's a lot but to work out. It's against the like, law to have a garden okay. in some states. A it's lot. against the law. Against the law to, to have a garden. Grow your own, grow your own food. Vegetables. Yeah, definitely. So that's all you need what to know. Kind of, like, in a country, it's illegal to ha- grow your own food. That's all you need to know. Freedom. <laughs> that, what? that is. That's the best. That's, you don't even got. Yeah. What, what, that's all you need to know. You can't even grow your own food. Yeah. And, and they try to talk homeless, about freedom. Tell me, I can't grow fruits and vegetables. I'll and you, you can't feed the homeless in some I'll states. Move. I'll go to like, Puerto it's Rico illegal to feed the homeless in some states. Dude, can you imagine? They got being robots a- in L.A. fucking going around. Finding homeless people and like harassing them and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're putting wait, wait, wait. them on buses and shipping them out. This is real. Yeah. There's robots I mean, I heard that. harassing. Homeless people. I think in I, California I, it might have been some bullshit. Video. <laughs> I missed that one. Listen, I think I, I honestly did I never, see a robot if, saying, "If that's if that's finding a homeless person and like calling the authorities or something," and the authorities would. Come I mean, like I know California does some like that. You ever see the stuff about the straws? Yeah. Like straws are illegal now. Where, where? in California? They're illegal. Illegal. Oh. For what, like, you drink out yeah, straws. Really? 
Yes. I went somewhere and they were like, we don't do that straw <laughs> thing. I'm like, what? Like, what are, do you mean you don't are do straws? People too much coke out of these things. <laughs> well, it hurts the environment. Really? Oh, yes. That's, that's that straw hurts good. the environment. Well, I, okay. If it's, you better, that's fine. I I'm, see I'm okay with going without a straw. Like, yeah, what, what, I was at a restaurant I'll, the other day. They ran out of straws. I was like, okay, big deal. Take the lid off and drink. <laughs> that's at least crazy. it's not a glass cup. It's a but glass the fact cover. that we're making laws that somebody spent money in, in a in a in a political arena to make a law about straws being illegal is the, just like the 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 perfect definition of stupidity in America. Yeah, it just makes me. <laughs> I mean, like silliness. Come on. It's like this is just the whole like everything's just so silly. The 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 older I get, the just more ridiculous. Just stuff just seems just like you just learn something. It's just like. How long has it been like that? Like, what do you mean? Like, it's like the yeah. slush fund for the sexual harassment. Like, hmm. we're paying out of our tax dollars every week to put in a slush fund to pay for hmm. the, the congressmen's and women's uh, sexual harassment cases against them. Yeah, they go, they all get slushies. No. So, like, and people are mad about some players kneeling. This is the kind of shit that goes on. But we're mad about some players kneeling trying to make positive change. That's what pisses me off. Like, I know, like, okay, we don't have time for this stuff. And that, and I agree with you. But, yeah. like, we have enough time to go on and complain about some players kneeling, trying to make trying to make a positive change in the world. Yeah. But we don't care about politicians spending our, ta- our money that we make every week that we got to pay towards taxes for their sexual harassment lawsuits. <laughs> for, theirs? for theirs? For theirs. Oh. That's fund. the slush fund. He told uh, me about that. And I was knows, like, there's what? There's $5 trillion missing from the United States government. Well, I mean, $5 look, trillion. Nine, it's like nine eleven of our, our debt. 9-11 just happened. And the day before 9-11, Donald Rumsfeld came on TV and said, listen, we just lost $2.3 trillion. No, we don't know where it went. I think that was the $5 trillion, wasn't it? Was that? Was that five? I think it was 5 It was a Might lot. have been 5 Maybe but I thought four, Maybe it's 3 or something. The sad part is that that's just $5 so trillion that, that they're willing to tell you is yeah. not there. They're willing to tell you $5 trillion is gone. But the reality of it, it's who knows what that is. What are we going to do? Like, I still got to pay my... Yeah, what does that mean to me? Like, uh, I got to pay this and that. Okay. Like we have that's to. That's your guys' problem. Yeah, that's what we think. Well, we, they did just get a raise because. Did you ever see when they complain about the cost of living? Congress does. Like a cost of living, we need a raise. <laughs> these people the work like there's no such thing as a poor politician. They, these people sure. work like 112 yeah. days a year. Oh yeah. And they make like a hundred and seventy thousand dollars. I wonder what they do the rest of like I really, like I wonder what they do. They're like, they're, they're out there. Yeah, I'm gonna send you to Hawaii. All you gotta do is help me get this legislation passed. Yeah, lobbyists fucking type of thing. They probably just vacation in globe trot. Yeah, on CSNBC. Or yeah, yelling at each other over nothing. <laughs> I have an interview this morning. Carol, <laughs> figuring very they're diplomatic. they're writing they're writing pa- trying to pass bills that are like 400 pages long with filled with nonsense yeah. where they'll make more money on page like 412 that helps them like do some real estate deal Dude, who knows that's they what they're doing care. on their own they day. got their tight-knit world and we're just we got peasants not <laughs> we're we're a number Outskirts. we're a, there's a dollar above each of our heads the great thing about america is you can do something about it as a citizen here you can actually just if you want to you don't need a fucking degree you don't need to be this person you can come in with a good idea change shit for yourself 
and for the people around you. That yeah. is definitely the advantage it. of I don't America. Care. My teacher, you're going to get beat up every day. Okay. I didn't get beat up once in high school, bitch. What do you think about that? And then all my <laughs> teachers, you ain't going to do shit when you get out of school. You're just going to be a bum worker. Okay. Now, fuck you. Look at me now. See, those people are good for the bad shit that happens to you in life is the best shit for you. For the people that tell you you can't do shit. Our country, you could, like, I mean, you can do whatever. Now you're going to have to pass a fuck ton. You're going to have to do all kinds of paperwork and pay government fees to get licensing and all this other stuff. And pay a shitload of taxes at the end of the year. But you can build yourself, take yourself out of it. You just got to yeah. know you can. But that's I think that that's a, matter, that's a matter escape. of consciousness. I think definitely when you see, like, the inner city, like, like you've seen Rob, and definitely, like, Baltimore, like, there's a pot, like, the real poverty there is due to, like, a lack of consciousness. Like, uh, like a, the idea that you have the ability to, to, to change that situation. There's a lot of people who can't picture a change and that's not just in impoverished areas like that can happen to it like i see it happen to all kinds of people i think all it, the time i've i've suffered from it at times it's you a, know? it's it comes back to that self-worth i just got lucky i mean i would have been you know i probably would have followed on my teeth but my mom married my stepdad when i was like 16 and that was the first discipline i i got so he was the first one i was like yeah you do this you lose your car you do this and he just taught me, you got to work for it. You work for it. I mean, and that's just switch courses. And then you start, once you get out of school, you see these guys working 30 years in this factory. It's scary. But you can change that. Like, yeah. No matter what these people tell you, like, yeah, you got to go to college. If you don't got a degree, you're only going to make 25 grand a year or what all this other. It's all bullshit. You can do whatever you want here, right? Especially with the internet and all that. It de- you know, it yeah. definitely takes a certain. Um, it takes a certain discipline in order. It to just takes action. That's what it takes. It, it takes action, true. but discipline. See, I, I, discipline I, I, and study without action is bullshit. Yeah, I, I think it is. But when you yeah. grow up in a in a place where you grow up and you go to school every day and you just feel like there's no, I don't know. I just have a hard time when I go to Baltimore and seeing the amount of I don't know, yeah, disaster and just poverty yeah. and just. No I mean, one looks at it like a disaster. That's I mean, the crazy I can't part. believe like yeah, they go no, to school. Different. They go to school in a school where there's no heat. Yeah, you know, like I yeah. like it's hard to like look in the mirror and say I'm a valuable person. Yeah, when you feel like nobody cares about you. But I bet you there's gonna be some really valuable people that come out of that. There I mean, probably is, but the majority, you're right. But it's, the, mo- it's, the, it's the struggle is hard. The, if if circumstances were different, the, there's you're right. There is going to be some people that are going to look at it and they're yeah. going to they're going to take it in a different Fine, way, go and it's going to drive them differently. And they could maybe help the future. And you're them, right, yeah. but that's a small number. Yeah, you know, and the, the amount of people that probably could do that if they just had a little help along the way is probably bigger. Yeah, you know, how many people you think that are there that maybe imagine our worst day. Like I think about my worst day. My worst day is not that bad to compare yeah. to a eight year old kid that's in a school that has no heat. It's got to wear a winter jacket to yeah. go to school. My kids get a laptop to come home in. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but still people are unhappy everywhere. <laughs> oh, like, I, I mean, maybe I'm just making judgments based no, on what I true. see on TV. I think people bullshit, are unhappy, but, but it's like everywhere you go. I am. I think, sometimes, I you know, think, I think people through. bought into the idea of, you, you know, can be a work. Kardashian. Well, not even, no, <laughs> well, work. there's that, but <laughs> no. then there's the other thing that's like, um, you're going to, like you said, you're going to work at this factory for 30 years and then you're going to retire and then, and yeah. we're part of a time that sees the failure of that dream. Like we see that those people, yeah, they might've worked at that factory for 30 years and they might've been married to somebody or whatever. They're experiencing that these people are still unhappy. Like they, mm. like whatever it was that they did, didn't fulfill them. You hear it from the biggest people, Elon Musk, that's what you were saying. He was, did he look like a really happy person? He, no. he had everything. No. There's a lot of people and that had, s- at Jim Carrey was just talking about, he, all those things don't do anything for you. Right, right. It's helping those people in places like Baltimore that's going to make you feel happy because you're, you're, you're impacting somebody otherwise who would not even been touched. It's like those movies where those guys go to prison and then some random guy comes and finds out their story and saves them and they're out yeah. now. That feels better as a, a living human being. I just think things. there's things that things that should be done. Yeah. And I but think you can't do it until you I think it's can. hard. I yeah. think it's I think everyday life is hard. Yeah. And I think it's hard for people. And when you got all these other external things that you just hear in the background mm. and it's just distractions and it's just, you know, everyday life that you gotta deal with. Yeah. I think it's tough for people. And yeah. I think it's tough to get motivation. Yeah. I think, you know, motivation is, you know, it's a tough thing. And, and you're trying to do all the things you want to do. And mm-hmm. you're trying to, like, be all around for your kids and, and do right by your kids and, and spend time with your wife. Yeah, you got to work about those things. And you're know, trying to pay bills. You know, yeah. it's, it's not easy. It's just for me. I mean, it's not easy. I started my own business five years ago. The thing that I've learned since I've done that is that. I could have done that shit when I was 18, but I didn't because I was worried. I was, I was, I wasn't taking action. Like Mm -hmm. when I, when I was finally, like I had my daughter, I was going to work at eight in the morning, coming home at 11 o'clock at night, not seeing her at all. I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing this. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. And I jumping off the cliff. I don't care if I lose everything. What the fuck do I got anyway? I can't, I'll still be alive. She'll be alive. It'll be good. And I just jumped i think that's what it's it's so scary to do that because i i could have lost everything if i didn't succeed which i almost didn't it's just little things you learn as you go yeah absolutely i'm still about to fail and then bam something else comes and revises i just think people need to know like you just have to know that it's possible to get at i don't know i think you're you're saying you had a you had a belief and the belief was belief in yourself I just always wanted that. But and I know I could have done it sooner. It is hard though. That that's a, what you did, did is still a hard thing. Yeah. yeah you know, so it's good that you, it's great for you. It, um, it's hard for me to be 31 and not and to be somebody who hasn't Ray Kroc jumped 50 when he found McDonald's or 45 uh, or some shit. Uh, 31 is uh, nothing. Joe Girard, the greatest car salesman in the world was 37 when he became a car salesman. He did like 50 jobs. I say that age is nothing. I say that, but I'm, but I'm also kind of quick to kind of shut that down when I get that thought. But that is the that's the Uh, social that's the social 
um, the social voice. The yeah. social voice is what you don't know, like really, like what you're doing, like with the rest of your yeah. life right now. You're 31 years old, like barkers. you, like you hear the cultural, uh, the cultural mind. But you yeah. also got to remember, remind yourself of your accomplishments. How many people have recorded an album? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Not, I, but, you're the only yeah. person I've ever met that recorded an album. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm saying that's yeah. a pr- that, like I can't even imagine the work it took, yeah, dude, the ideas, the, like the, I, the imagination it took to write all those songs, like everything. And like it, that's a that's a huge, like a crazy accomplishment. To it's me. interesting, but at the same time, like in this world, people want like they want your successes to be weighed with. A monetary amount. Like they're like, oh, you did that. Well, it didn't make any money. Well, it's like you really didn't do anything. Like, like I saw on some, <laughs> like, I, like, like I saw on some. Uh, there's a movie on Netflix, and on the trailer, like the dude's like a rapper, and like he goes up to this table, and like this girl sitting with this dude. And he's like, yeah, I got a show later, and then she looks at the guy, and she's like, yeah, he's a rapper, and he's like, oh, that's cute. Like, like that's like kind of how people like look at it. They're just like, oh, you still do that, huh? Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I do do that because that's like a part of me. But I mean, I never really got into it thinking that I was gonna make millions of dollars. Like but those I, people are good though, because when you have that person that's like, I had a buddy. I was like, dude, I'm gonna start working out. Oh yeah, you've been saying that for like three years, and then that's what ran through my mind every time I worked out. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you're going to do it. And that's the, that hater. The hater. I was like, yeah. that's the shit that, I, that's why I'm doing it, to show that motherfucker three years later. But that's later. good. Like, you can internalize that. That's yeah, like. I, that's not good. everything. I mean, you get all the hate people yeah. get, you know. But And that does kind of fuel me. It was yeah. just a certain thing. Yeah. One thing clicked. Like It does fuel me because then I start to think, I'm just like, every time, uh, I can't help but to make songs. Like, that's just something that I do. Like, until I don't have the resources to do that, I think it's something that I'll naturally try to do probably for the rest of my life. But it's like... Dude, you're an artist. But at the same time, it's just like, some days, like, I'll be, like, writing something. And then I'll be thinking in the back of my mind, like, what what if this is all for nothing? You know, what if... And then... You know, I have to kind of talk myself out of that. But being creative is like that's the way out of that, like out of that mind. Yeah. Everybody's trying well, to be have, in that. You have something mind. that people can't learn. You have something yeah. that people can't. You can try to teach me to be a rapper forever. I'm <laughs> not going to be. I'm going to be terrible. I'm never going to be able to do it. But you have something that. Is just a nat guy. I shouldn't say, but oh, like, he he almost said it. Almost said it. It was close. It was close. But he was gonna say God <laughs> given. Uh, but you have an ability. But everybody understands what that means. Like people get it. You yeah, know? you have an ability that not few have. The artist. Yeah, art, art, you, art is. I like play that, basketball yeah. as an art. My brother's an artist, and I. Just, I try to. I try to be an artist. Yeah, like yeah, he didn't have a full time job, and he he finally did like four years ago. But <laughs> I would I, always be like, "How the hell does he do it? I'm working sixty hours a week. I can't afford you talking about my Andy. little apartment." Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now I look back at that time, and I'm like, "Damn, I wish I would have been like him." You just, I mean. You just, just get cre- people you get just, creative, but like in a creative just, mind, you like come up with creative ways most, to. Yeah. Get by, yeah, you know. Real. Artistic people are—they're not—they're not like my brother doesn't paint to sell it. 
he yeah. paints just because that's he what's likes in doing him. it. Yeah. Oh so man, he, he that's awesome. He's I was, a killer. He, he's an artist. That's what yeah, he's, he's, like he's an awesome. Like, that's what makes you. He, he, yeah. his, all of his, all of his brothers, but that I grew like that I grew up around. Like they've always been like way more talented, including him. Way more talented than they believe themselves to be sometimes. Yeah. Like way more. Like, yeah. like I was just like, like I remember when I was younger, I just look at him like, man, like you guys, like you guys are so like talented. <laughs> talented is just Thank a, that's you, the uh, best way that I can put it. Like just gifted. You, like you have the ability to do things. I like, think a, I think everybody's like every person has their own I, special talent. I believe that. I want to believe that. So, I believe that too. I believe everybody is good at something. The construct of where we're at right now hides hides that from you even as you, i just you think said. it's sometimes hard for people to find what it it's, is it's hard that's and the I, hardest I part i think that's i think that's sometimes that's what, what it is i i truly do believe right. that there is that somebody everybody is good at something yeah. whether they ever realize what that is or not that's probably the the, yeah. the the problem you know i was uh i was in my i was in my conspiracy <laughs> mind like the other day and I've always been real. I never scared. leave. I've, I've, I've really been I, like I've been in my life. I've been kind of skeptical of David Ike. Like after he like when you start, you, you know David Ike. David Ike. David no. Ike the Messiah. Did you see that? Did he say that? Yeah. In the I don't beginning, know who that is. it's the guy that created the reptilian. Oh man, race don't even and, go down that rabbit. Yeah. If you've never heard his name, no. don't go down that rabbit. But anyway, but. Got, he claims there's a tree by his fruit. But he has what his said, fruit produces is but he what said, the tree is. But he did say something really. Reference, he said something really wild in a presentation. He's selling books, man. He is That's selling what books. Doing. But what he's I've selling. had to, but what I had to realize too is this: we don't learn from perfect people. There's always we, truth mixed with the lie. That made and that's that like that's why you should definitely like kind of uh, sift through the kinds <laughs> of information that's coming to you so you mm-hmm. don't take it wholesale. But these yeah. kinds of things, some yeah, of the things that you were saying, don't like discount it just because yeah, we we're, we're quick to do that because we yeah. we'll, like we'll see something about a person be like what guy's a pedophile like there's nothing I can learn from that guy which yeah. is a lot. Yeah. You just you don't I mean, want to learn his pet. It's messed up what he did. Right. You don't want to learn his pedophilia. But you, learn but you don't know do that. the, like like <laughs> that's what people say about like Woody Allen. Like some people think Woody Allen is an absolute genius. Other people can't get past the fact that like he like was molesting his stepdaughter and stuff. Like Whoa. Like How could you get past that fact? What I mean is this. Yeah, they cut. You, you're discrediting his ability to bring anything to the world because you because you see an aspect of him. You're like, oh, that's horrible. Somebody who did something like that couldn't possibly do anything good. And it's like you can't hold people to those standards because that creates a world of people who will just like you'll tear down somebody who might have said had a brilliant idea. That's because we all like if somebody does something like that, we're like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, we're just like they're hard, and and that is horrible. It's disgusting. Like like when you interview for a job and they ask you those questions, and if you say something like this, they're like, "No, we're not hiring him." That's That's how I because there's so much information out there. If I hear one little thing, I'm like, "Fuck, I'm not listening to that guy anymore." Go find somebody who's real. 
I don't want this bullshit. And I, then, I just I hired so people like but just recently, and it was the strangest. I've never been on the other side of it. Yeah, like being on the other side. Like I, like yeah. I remember my experiences, like going to interviews, and I took that. I was like, I'm not treating people the same way I was treated. I like I'm gonna hire the people. Like I'm gonna yeah. listen to them. I'm gonna talk to them. Yeah. My interviews were the. If yeah. somebody listened yeah. to the interviews I did with the people, are probably like, "What are you doing?" Like really? mine were conversations. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, that's good. Though. So like that's just how I did it. I mean, mm-hmm. I. Don't I can glean a lot from that. Well, what people say, just without realizing it. Yeah, yeah I want them take... to be comfortable and talk how they would. I don't want them yeah. to put up a persona. Yes. You want the real Lies. person, exactly. Especially when you're doing almost like you know? nonprofit. Yeah. I want yeah, you need people that are person. invested in the idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. need anybody that's just there to be like, okay, I'm working for the nonprofit. I help do this, and yeah. you know, the wants to just to be able to take credit for what they did yeah. to, Look at to me help now. you. I want somebody <laughs> that's invested. They don't care yeah. about the credit. It's about the people. Yeah. yeah yeah so it was weird i never been on the other side of the, yeah, it's the desk i guess you would say it's like <laughs> yeah it's, i haven't been either except for my for what i do now and hiring people and ha- i don't have a ton of people but the people i have it's like little things they do you just like you don't think about that until you have this thing that you're trying to like grow what people say and to certain things so that's what they're thinking about even yeah. though they're probably not. Well, it's cool that people. you guys are in positions where you hire people. You guys are, you guys are the man. No, I don't think so. I, I hire my family. Right you, now. you guys are. You, I have no you, outside people. Yeah, no, and that's that's. See, that's the beauty of it. It's a small thing. Yeah, anybody could do what I do. Anybody, any yeah. single person. Well, what do you do? I do uh, junk removal, hauling, and moving. Oh yeah. Yeah. You like clean out houses? Yeah do clean house we we uh you know 1-800 got junk we do what they do we oh, come yeah? in and we just you got f- old fridge couches whatever tenant leaves their house and leaves all their shit we go in we take it all out the one help that, people move we get rid of stuff help it's wild when like because i helped them mm-hmm. one time when somebody like like somebody had died yeah and it's like I remember going it like it was so like Oh that wild. house was that was a hoarder house. But it was wild to was think, crazy. right? Like this person like co- like they collected this yeah. lifetime full of things like only 100. to have people who that you don't know. Have guys like me and Will come in and come in like and it'd That's be like I mean. you, you couldn't possibly think it was gonna end like that. These yeah. things like, are meaningless. They they so mean I, nothing. I start I go to the so, flea market. Weird. Go to the flea yeah. market once a week. Oh, okay. Maybe I saw you there because I've been because I sell I go a lot to of stuff. Saturday's market. Yeah. market. Yeah, I go up there. Saturdays. Yes. Do you know Tyler Spoon? Guy used to wear Green Bay Packers and sell T-shirts and clothing. Oh, I think I bought some shorts. Tall, from him. yeah, skinny, yes. older guy. Uh, no, nah, he was no, up. My, he's, he's, he's a little he's younger than me. Age. Okay, so, maybe yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, but like I, that's what I, I was trying to do. I was trying to do clean outs down in Baltimore. Oh yeah, and then like take the stuff and take it to the yeah, flea market. You, were saying, yeah, like, you know, and that was like because then I had to pay for it at the auctions. Yeah, but I watch these people like he was talking about. I watch these people at the auctions that are older. Yeah. And they're just buying stuff week after week. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are they? Like, I know they don't go to a flea market like me and sell it. Yeah. They're not selling it. They're just putting it in their house. Cause yeah, many, I can show you what they're doing with it. How Come many of those warehouse. jars, those green jars, <laughs> those uh, cans, canning jars or whatever? Yeah. How yeah. many is the, the same Mason person? Jars? Yeah. yeah. How many yeah. does the same person <laughs> need of those? Like, I just watched the same person what I found buy from, like 20 of those a week. What like, I, what are you doing with What them? I found from cleaning out houses is certain people collect certain things. Yeah. Like, there's some people, 
they'll buy like a shitload of flashlights. It's only like hoarder people. Yeah. They'll buy like a ton of flashlights or like a ton of mason jars yeah. or a ton of I, I one did, thing and newspapers. And we were supposed to do this one house and it was a hoarder yeah. house. And like yeah. literally this, it was like a... The house was probably 2,500 square feet. Yeah. And they literally, it was four four feet high mm-hmm. to stack everything. And just enough, you could, like a one foot pathway, you could yeah. get to each room. And then like, it was high enough to reach the bed and they just, there yeah. was stuff on top of the bed. They must've just slept on. I'm like, how do you, what is going on with somebody yeah. that this is like their like life? I once had to move somebody out of something like that. And, she, and I walked in and I was like, whoa it's scary when you first see that you're like how how am i gonna do this yeah that's the cool thing once you it's just like one piece at a time i feel like an ant dude we go in there <laughs> oh we <laughs> just a pile of <laughs> the a big giant cookie and we just go in one uh, upstairs i was upstairs, weird upstairs. picking stuff out i took stuff at the flea market brand new stuff too yeah brand, never open never nothing just sitting in piles i took yeah. stuff i sold like a thousand dollars worth of stuff out of that place yeah i get a ton i get a lot i sell a lot on the side but yeah. I, I factor that into my price. Like I cleaned out a hoarder house and I went in and there was enough there that I was like, you know what? I'll do it for free. The guy's son just killed himself. Oh my Shot gosh. himself. And he, it was his, I was dealing with his dad and he was, you know, he's distraught. Right. Right. Like, he didn't want to get this for like little enough. I was like, you know what? There's enough here that I don't have to charge you. I'd like to, but with what you went through, I'll, I'll do it for free. Cause, cause I, I'll make enough selling it on yeah. the side or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I love the. Flea I do market. that. See now, yeah, but well, other people go and they see. I see the value because I had my own eBay thing for like three years too. Yeah, so I, I, I know too. What, knew what was valuable and what wasn't. Whereas other junk guys will just go in. Yeah. Chuck everything. Yeah. You, One guy I talked to, he's like, I tell my guys we're not treasure hunters. I'm like, you're crazy, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you know the amount of stuff you're throwing out. Oh, just it's stupid things. I mean, rate, like old radios and stuff. Oh, and yeah. like oh, though that hot water house, somebody yeah. was in it before me. Yeah. And like they they had they had a, like a, a a bag full of silver. Yeah. Like I found all the uh, empty no cartridges of coins. Yeah. So you know like Real, uh, yeah, Oh yeah. That's what I was hung for. I mean 90 95% of it's junk, but yeah, right. I, find, I find a lot of gold and silver often. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those like, people always, don't realize. Those are always the scores. When you find a gold yeah, bracelet, exactly. it's 400 bucks. Just, bam. You Take guys robbing old ladies. No. <laughs> no. This lady died, and they're, they're, no. their kids live in, like, another state, and they're yeah, like, exactly. exactly. we already got exactly. everything we want. Just, we don't they want just want anything. to throw it away. Like, but even that guy I cleaned it out for him. I said, you know what? If I if I make a killing here, I'll, I'll send you a check. I'll hook him up. Well, that's I'm not going to take it from him. When well, it comes to a hoarder's house, a lot of times I think – people are living and their family members don't know they you know, won't and, let them and there. then yeah. and then they they come there after they pass away and they find out so what was been going on and yeah. they're just like what do you you know they're like i just don't want to deal with it yeah just want to get rid of it all and just don't want to see it like yeah. cheryl was always that, pretty strange yeah like she never wanted well, to come to the know. house anymore whenever i'm at the flea market Anywhere, like, I'm always, like, trying to, like, ask myself, like, how many of these people are hoarders, right? Hmm. Like, no. how many? Like, if I'll, you're, I'll see if this you, lady. If you're a regular <laughs> at a flea market, you have to be a hoarder. My garage was getting need... pretty bad. Dude, I got a 2,400-square-foot warehouse packed, filled, five storage units. I'm a hoarder. 
Yeah, but, but it's people all stuff don't... that I save that can be sold. I just don't... that's that's why uh, it's we're not so busy, a hoard. I can't, I can't sell a it. A hoard right is now. something that will never be value. You know what I mean? Like, will have no value to the person who's collected it. Like, yeah. just, you're, you're looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah, you're not see, a hoarder. I, you're looking from. I get a rid of trash. I save value. Yeah. Yeah. I donate. I donate a ton. Like that's with your nonprofit. I could probably donate furniture. I to, dude. I go to Salvation Army. Full truck of real good stuff. Yeah. I open my truck because I have a 16-foot box truck. Yeah. Guy sees this big truck. He's like, we can't take any of that. I'm like, you didn't even look at it, dude. This is a lot of good stuff. Aren't you guys like, you're non-profit. This is for people who need it. Yeah. We can't take any of it. Where's your manager? I don't give a fuck. Go talk about fucking <laughs> But he's just a, probably a, yeah. a community service guy. You I don't want to do the work. I got a yeah. community. Yeah. But they see me pulling up and they're all scared. One guy's like, it's going to take us like two hours to unload that. I'm like, don't you work here? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, what the? (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to start my own nonprofit Goodwill or Salvation. I really want to. Like, a real just just be like, give shit away. Yeah, but the Goodwill guy makes millions of dollars every year. This guy said to me, he said, our customers look for the good stuff. I said, this is Goodwill. I mean, (laughs) isn't it for. The goodwill of the people? No, it's about selling. No, it's about money. money. We can't make any money on that. What? I thought they were non-profit, but I just recently found out they're not. Goodwill. Yeah. Goodwill's not, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, they'll take a full truck just because they have the capacity. Goodwill's not non-profit? I guess they're not. Uh, I I think they are. Somebody just told me that. Maybe I'm wrong. Fact check. I know know the owner lives in like a $3.5 million mansion. That's what I'm saying. The problem is you you have to... you have to have a lot of money to have that capacity today. Like they have, they can take a full truck from me sometimes. Yeah. And the Salvation Army never. Yeah. But uh, goodwill, they'll take a full truck, and but uh, that's because they have space for it. They have right, money to right. have that space. It's tough. I mean, it's hard to start one of those. My yeah. mom tried to do it a long time ago. She tried to open her own like goodwill thing, but. I want to do, uh, I, uh, after I get the non, this nonprofit, I'm going to do something to, I want to end Red, Cro- Red Cross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I, a pretty, I'm on uh, a path to end Red Cross. They because do good Red things, Cross, but the Red yeah, Cross, they for take every a nine, lot of money for every $10, for what they you donate $9 yeah. goes in their pocket. Yeah, to pay cool. overhead. I'm all stuff. about supporting small nonprofit or like, real things idea. that I can give money to, and I see the impact. Or like once cryptocurrencies get a little more mainstream and and become, uh, they're not so regulated. And uh, right now, you I couldn't do what I want; it'd be illegal. Yeah, because I don't have enough money, enough lobbyists. If I had enough money, enough lobbyists, I could go out and do what I want, but I can't. Huh. So yeah. if I was if I knew some Find pharmaceutical guys, we I'd be in. I'd nah, have it, I'd have a, it up and running already. You gotta do it. You pa- I, bypass I know, the I laws, have, man. Make I already have. An, I already know what I'm gonna them. do. So it's just a matter anybody. of, of nobody's what? gonna help you in the end of it too. Oh, right? I know. How many people? I don't want anybody you start help your nonprofit. I don't want anybody help. Yeah, you started. That's the yeah. way to do it. See, most people are like, I need this person or, uh, not not. I, I know, like, with laws and bullshit yeah. like that. Yeah, you do need those people. I have but interns. In the most things. <laughs> nice. <laughs> For the most part, like, I mean, people try to buddy up and kiss asses, especially at, like, work. See, that's so. my see, problem. It, it helps people at work because when the kiss asses, you see them getting promoted, you're like, what? Yeah. The guy's a manager? 
Yeah, I, I, I never, that's probably why I've never that's an been. Idiot. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's a moron. Uh, why do I? I see so many bulls? just ridiculous managers. Like, how did you get this job? Dude, like, they kiss ass. They're good they, at one they, thing. They, they snitch. They kiss. Like, uh, that's just it's play, they're playing the game. In a way, they're doing it right. Because they're doing it right. Do it, yeah, it's an acting job. The whole thing is because people. That's what life is, kind of. Pe- yeah, sort of. Stage, people, act, stage. people on some level understand they're not supposed to be doing this shit. They understand when you. But there's a lot of people who, yes, do go to their yeah, jobs every day. Money yeah, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people who go to their job every day and they feel like, okay, yeah, I, this is where I'm supposed to be. But I think the vast majority of people go to their job and they're just like comfortable they're comfortably uncomfortable they're just like oh uh, yeah i can do this but the real me knows i absolutely hate this and this is not what i would be doing with my time it was the family it's all about comfort people don't want to step out of their comfort zone i didn't want to come here but i knew like just because i didn't know what i was going to talk about but i knew like I don't want to do it. That means I should do it. Yeah. Because the shit that I do that I don't want to do usually turns out to be better. Even if it doesn't turn out better, it's okay. So I'll still make it through. But I, comfort I, is what I, holds you back. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely true. I think we have, too. when it comes to jobs, it's just like the, we don't have creative jobs anymore. We have these just... I mean, the manufacturing is is gone in in America, but I mean, corporations. Yeah, you know, you just you got. We don't have enough jobs that are those middle tier jobs to have enough people to be able to move up. Because then that's why the kiss ass people get to move up because there's very few of those. So they they realize one thing they're good at is recognizing that. You know what I mean? And that's why they do what they do. They can make you believe that they're they're actually really smart in that sense. Yes, they recognize. See, I'm not gonna sell my soul to kiss my boss's dick. I'm gonna say fuck you. I'm gonna work (laughs) hard and earn it. So if you don't like if you don't like the fact that I'm earning it, you promote that guy over me. The problem I don't want to work here. So goodbye. When I outwork people. Because that's typically... Yeah, like, they that's get pissed. They the get, the they other get guys jealous. get pissed. They get pissed. What are you doing, Alex? You're going to get paid the same no matter what you do. Because I want to work hard, man. That's why. It's, it puts a target on your back. But then, then yeah, they hated it. They, yeah. they were like, they were like, now we have to work harder. You, if, if you're pulling 150 panels at Conestoga Wood and they're pulling 70, now we got to... They're going to be like, if he can pull 150, you can. I was the but production security and comfortability. If you I was get, a production planner, and yeah. when, and I would go out on the floor, and I'd be like, I wasn't trying to like embarrass anybody, but I have a pace the way I work. Yeah, it's just how I am. I I don't just how I am. And they we used to get these Christmas time. We get these hangers, and you had to put tags on them, and yeah. then they get shipped out. So I was doing like I was tagging like a hundred. Everybody else was doing twenty five. I'm like, yeah. you guys got to pick up. <laughs> I don't, I don't expect you to do a hundred, but you got to at least do half of what I'm doing. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know it sucks, yeah. but like, come on fellas. Like, just like do half of what I'm doing. And my yeah, boss but- is like, how many did you do? I'm like, I did a hundred. Yeah. I felt kind of stupid telling him that because I was the production manager. I knew how much everybody else was doing. I felt kind of dumb, <laughs> like saying, 
Yeah. Uh, I did a hundred. He's like, well, how did so and so do the other day? Yeah. It's like, well, he did like 26. No way. Yeah. I mean, like, what do you do? Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, I think that that's. Plus, it gives you freedom, though. When, you, when you're when when you you doing more, that's the good thing. I could goof off a little more and get away with it. It'd be late sometimes because I was working real hard. Yeah. That's, that's why I was like, I'm working hard so that I can do better. And they're like, yeah, but you're going to get paid the same no matter what. After a year there. They gave me a twenty-five cent raise. I was like, "Dude, some days, most people were pulling seventy-five to a hundred. I did three hundred to three fifty a day yeah. pulling panels." And you know, Zane, or I guess I can't say that. Um, anyway, after a year there, busting ass, doing three times as much work as your average guy, I get twenty-five cents. I was like, "Ghost, I'm out." But I could because I was single. But well, yeah, most of these guys that, have that families. I'm right out of high school. What do I care? I'm still living at my stepdad's yeah. house. I don't know. I already had a family when I was in high school, so I was a little different. You did? Yeah. Nice. My, my first daughter was born when I was 17. No way. Yeah. So, so my, I was my, already working and in high school at the same time. My, uh, and being a, a single... And my, my, I was actually a single dad. Really? Yeah. I had custody of my daughter no when I was like two months old. The wife, she was, who I'm with, she, she was, she was 15 when she had her first. Oh, then, yeah? Yeah, she's got two, and they're not that much younger than me. They're, she's a little older than I am. But, I, think, uh, yeah, I think with you... But she's, she can work like crazy. Yeah, I think with you guys, you, you guys both entered... I think you entered the working world at, like... You similar places. We had it that we had to. So you were a dad young. You had to. Yeah. He had to You're do that. Yeah. And There's then no he was in this for college or yeah, whatever. He was doing. in this situation. It's time where to earn. He was like going to go in like the military. You remember that? Yeah, me. That was, was like that. To. That was like what? Discharged. That was like twenty. I was I was eighteen, dude. That's well, yeah. why when I was in school, I was like, "Fuck, I'm going to the Air, Air Force. I'm yeah. gonna go to. I'm gonna get paid for college. I'm gonna do all that." Yeah, yeah. A month before I leave, I get a DUI. I'm eighteen years old. Yeah, changed everything. Haven't had one since. This first one, last one. I didn't drive after that. But they're like, "You're disqualified. We can't accept you if you have a DUI." I was like, Thankful. That's a because that was rule. The, that was the Air, uh, Afghan uh, yeah. Iraq. That was right when it was kicking I, off, I 2004. Wouldn't. I liked when I was like early thirties. I almost went in. I couldn't find a job, and you know, <laughs> that's why. I you wish know, I was like, like, I took the test. I went and took the test. Like I had everything done. Like I could do anything. Yeah. Like they, you know, you take the test, and they say you can do anything below this. Yeah. Your I was test score be an was MP. this. I picked an MP. I was. I, I was already do, set, man. I was ready to go. That's November what I Eighteenth. I was going to be out. I was going to go for like criminal justice. I was going to college for criminal justice, oh. and like. It was probably October like fifteenth when my daughter was born. It was probably the same date actually, which is kind of strange because most of my career changes are in April. It's just a little weird thing I I correlate to it. But yeah, I got a DUI a month before. Huh. My my recruiter's like, dude, Alex, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the cops, see what I can do. He's like, there's nothing I can do. They're disqualified. Were you disqualified? Well, discharged. In the end, it was best oh i didn't go, i didn't have to go to war that's good yeah. yeah but however i mean who know my life would be completely right. i wouldn't be here Isn't right now if it weren't for that like one situation like bad things turn out to be good things yeah who knows i mean i think bad i think everything just turns out to where 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 it's guiding you to be for, for Maybe. whatever it is i don't i, th- I think there's definitely a, a structure and a uh, path because how many times has one like thing hits you 
at a certain age and it changed your entire perspective of life and you just go on a uh, different course. I had this job that, uh, like, I was making the best money I've ever made. And I was like, yeah. but I had this boss. He was Asshole. a thief. He was a thief and he was just, uh, he was he was not a nice person. Mm-hmm. And I eventually, I did some things that uh, he didn't really like. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't appreciate being stolen from. Yeah. So I he made stole him, from you? Yes. Really? Yeah. Um, Shit. There was, I can tell you later. But, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, so he basically ended up firing, pretty much fired me. And then I was like doing some other stuff. But like I wouldn't have ever went to Baltimore if it wasn't for, like I'd still be there. If yeah. Have gotten rid so of you me. moved to Baltimore? No, no, no. Oh, oh. You just. That, that's when you started going down there. Baltimore, yeah. And, so, yeah. like, I wasn't ever, like, kind of, like, I, before Those I ever went down things. there, I never knew what was going on down there. So, it like. It seems shitty when it happens to you, too, right? Like, what's that? Like, when, he, when, when he's stealing me? from you or whatever, you're like, what the Well, what, he was sneaky. Yeah. See, like, I was smart enough to, but his problem was I was too smart to put up with his bullshit. Yeah. And then I figured, I, I, I trapped him and figured out what he was doing and could prove it. Nice. Yeah. So, like. I was the person, it took the person to say, I don't care how much you're paying me. This is bullshit. Yeah. Unfortunately, because none of the other guys were like, they're not going to be like, okay, I'll give up X amount of dollars. Yeah, Even though he, I, I'm okay. Like they knew that he was stealing. Yeah. But they didn't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I was like, this is bullshit. Nobody, you shouldn't be working 60 hours a week for somebody and creating a business, even though he's not there. We were creating the business. Yeah. The workers were creating the business and doing yeah. all the work. And then you're stealing from us. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that takes a special kind of person to be doing oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, oh, and being probably, and in the way he did it, he's probably doing awesome right now. Oh, no. he's making. He's he? still there. Yeah, he's still making. I bet money. you his personal life, something's going down. I, 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 I realize. I shouldn't say a hope because I really <laughs> yeah. Like in a weird way, I always say karma will get him to some yeah, point. Yeah, we but all I think. Want I don't that know, down. you know. I'm, I'm worried about it karma does, getting me. It does get you. It does. I mean, yeah. He's put in. He's and if he does stuff like that, he's willing to do that to me. Like I think about him. Like imagine what he's willing to do to you know anybody. Someone who won't stand up for it's themselves. Cutthroat, well, no, some he's got. Get it. Like I have a family, and I like I thought about doing some things, but like there's going to be a person. That's not going to care. He's going to piss off the... That was going to happen. He's going to piss off the wrong person. Yeah. And that person's going to do something. Yeah. You know, like... Or he'll just get away with it. Maybe. growing in the company. (laughs) But maybe miserable at home. You don't know. You don't know. But in the end, he'll pay for it. But he affected your life. In a, fa- in a, in a po- way I that you're in a still- positive way. Yeah, exactly. That's what in a weird every, way. You have to look at Everything that happens it. to us is positive. All, no matter what it is, all the bad shit, you're like, damn, how the fuck am I going to get through this? Right. And then you do. You're like, oh, that wasn't that it bad. Leaded, it led to a, posi- a, a more positive <laughs> yeah. thing. And yeah. Maybe that's just... Maybe that's the route I had to take to get yeah. there. It's a learning yeah, experience at the end of the day. Yeah, all makes... loss is a learning experience. If you can transform a loss into a learning experience, you don't lose anymore. Right. Yeah. You just start to, like, that's how I look at it when I play ball. Like, if I lose a game, yeah. I begin to learn from it. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to let that happen next time. Like, right. So, you know, it's, it's, it's this constant can yeah. you flip something? Can you flip a tragedy into like a blessing or something like That's that? What's yeah, great about you, sports too. Yeah, yeah. Then, you know, sports is good. Like 
good like that. It'll teach you that kind of stuff. Fast pace, work hard, improve, see your yeah, results. It's that kind of, you know, you know I, that's why I love sports, you know. Yeah, I, I think sports teaches a lot of good lessons. I mean, yeah. I think I think we have to have kids lose young ages, you know. Yeah. Like, I think it you gotta builds learn how things. To lose. You got to learn how to lose. Yeah. Because you just win all the time. Like, I think about LeBron James. How many times do you think that kid, that guy lost Winning. when he was... Yeah, that guy probably never lost. Never <laughs> lost when he, he was growing. He probably did. He probably but, lost less than, like, 10 games by the time he was, like, 18. But, like, like after time, like, you know, like, he was yeah. probably, like, killing people forever. <laughs> And then, like, he, you know, he just lose every once in a while. It probably, he probably took it ridiculously hard. I think LeBron yeah. James is an amazing person, personally. Yeah. Because, like, if you think about how many times did you hear that's the next Michael Jordan, right? How many times did you hear that? Like, remember Harold Her- Miner? Yeah. Remember him? He was, like, was going to He was the next MJ. Harold right? Miner was the fake, like, MJ. Like, yeah. there was, um, there's certain people. Grant Hill, he yeah. was, he was, he was the next Jordan. That's but, like saying Mike Tyson's the next Muhammad Ali. Like, yeah, Jordan yeah, yeah. and but, LeBron are. But LeBron, yeah, not the same people. Yeah. Was like the first guy they started, yeah, like, televising but, in high school. At least I feel like it the was. the impact he's, he's going to make. Yeah, he was. He's the most coveraged athlete of all time. And so imagine yeah. the pressure he was under since he was like 15. Yeah, he's yeah. on TV. They're talking about when he's in high school, junior in high school, he's going to be the next Michael Jordan. And it's come to – he's not – you could say whatever, the, the yeah. debate about it. But he's damn close listen, to Michael listen, Jordan. He's, he's closer he's than not, everybody else. Exactly. So the, the, the fact that it's come to fruition, and then not only that, the, what he's done in the community of Cleveland, yeah. we, that's a whole other subject in its own. I mean, yeah, he, did, I mean he, he, he started his own school, you know. I mean, he's he, – I mean, the fact school. that the, the amount of – he's paid for kids to go to college, like – a lot of kids to go to college, like, and the school he started, you get the, if you graduate from the school, you go that's to college good he for does free. That. Yeah, you go to college for free in Cleveland. Yeah, the school right. he started, if you graduate from there, you go to college for free. No way, that's awesome. He has a deal with with the local that's college. Wow. So I mean, he just did this. Sure. So and what's crazy is we got a person in office that somehow challenged him for the fact that he did that. <laughs> like. Yeah, Remember like, he was tweeting. Yeah, he's like, like how, how do, do you how do you flip that into a bad thing? Like, might he, be something. Deeper. He literally he has like go. when he was a young kid. I guess part of the like, going to school was like getting a, he had to ride bike to school, and it was uh, always like a struggle. One thing he did with the other thing he did with school, everybody gets a bike and a helmet. Huh. So like you know, like he took his experience. Yeah, it's kind of bad. The bubble wrapping kids like that. Yeah, I don't know. It uh, makes him think. Oh well. It's, I didn't have to work for this part. I, I just I grew up in a life truth. where I had to get everything I fucking needed it's, by it's myself. I didn't I have anybody that said, "Hey, here you go." But those kids this still have you. other struggles. It's not yeah. like now their life is solved. Yeah, I, I, I guess you for know? the majority. Yeah, but I think it just softens you. Maybe. I think I think maybe no. I, I'm not agreeing. Yeah. I, I, I think it's saying. an amazing thing to think about and comprehend. Hey, I'm going to give all these kids bikes to go. To. That's awesome, but I bet. That riding the bike to school every day probably did something to him, mind state wise. It made him a champion. That's possible. That he might not be like I don't know. I I just there's, think uh, there's different ways. It's of looking hard at when it, you yeah. have your own kids too. Like, should I 
give her whatever she wants. She's my daughter. I want to make say, her. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of like, like the mean streak. Yeah. I'm like, I don't get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give nothing. Well, that's, my wife's like, she balanced. She's the counterbalance. Because I'm like, the kids get nothing. My mom She's like, always, they should get something. My I'm mom like, was always nothing. like, hey, mom, I want this Brett Favre jersey. Um, well, what are you going to do to get it? Yeah, I work for it. She made me do laundry for a month or two months. See, I, I mean, if you give them a little bit of like a, I think it's great if you say, hey, if you get your grades up to this in a month, you get a bike. Yeah. Or, I, you I know, know, but my hey, kids have all worked. He's doing more than I'm doing, so who the hell am I to judge? I'm well, I mean, the fact that he's gone back and he's seen things growing up that probably none of us have seen yeah, should just, see ever as growing up as kids and he's yeah. wanting to make a difference uh, he grew up there too yeah he grew yeah, up in cleveland yeah. he saw his oh, friends in Akron, and, yeah. yeah you know yeah, went through so, some tough times and yeah. right, there's there's probably, stuff probably, at one that's why you can never judge you never know what the hell it's what then that's part of why like i you see somebody in, in baltimore and like you just don't know that could be the next like whatever you don't know yeah. you know and maybe they just need like a little a little help yeah you know what i mean like first of all they live in a country that let that happen Right, that let, like they live somewhere where they're just like, oh yeah, there's ghettos everywhere, and like there's just these places where we like there's these people who are like throwaway. They probably made it happen. I, 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 I think they do. I think it's a social. It's it's, 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 a, it's absolutely it it's 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 absolutely a social engineering project. Like because you have to create a place like that. You know what I mean? Like you you. It's not, that's not naturally what a person would build. Like, yeah. like, hey, we're going to build this place for people. Like what are we going to do? Put a liquor store here. Liquor uh, store. <laughs> crack put house. Put exactly. in here. Let's, yeah, let's, 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 let's make all let's these see what pe- happens. Oh, uh, yeah, they're fucking messing with each other. I mean, <laughs> those people are so, I mean, they're deeply traumatized people, but the truth of the matter is all of us are like these de- yeah. <laughs> deeply traumatized people just trying to walk around and get through the day and act like that's not really the case. And yeah, it's uh, kind of getting like getting through an acid trip. You're like, shit, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> God, I, well, I, don't know. I, I, I can't just, compare it to that. I guess maybe at some point, maybe I should do some drugs. I don't know. I've never done drugs. I think, uh, acid I is, think acid is, like a certain one, like some mushrooms or something. Think about no, I, I think that's more of a medicine than a drug. Honestly. Yeah, it, 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 it puts life in this like you see people don't you get, don't get hooked on psychedelics are things people don't get hooked on. Yeah, like, because who that's wants to have about. that experience yeah, all the time? Like yeah, if you go I'm not trying to it, experiment with meth or anything. Yeah, right? no, you don't want those things. But I. I definitely think that nature has something to teach people, like that that certain um, all our ancestors. That's what, that's what that's why they got pictures of mushrooms everywhere from the the uh, in uh, need of muscaria. Yeah, like, changing right your changing your consciousness is sort of what all life does. All life is mm. trying to change its consciousness. You see Even jaguars. Animals. Jaguars eating flowers and stuff, getting uh, high <laughs> off of it and stuff. Yeah, even like animals try dolphins, to change their state. Dolphins biting those puffer fish, <laughs> getting high in the mist. It's, you know, like people. It takes I, you. You have to matrix. ask the real question: What? Why? What is wrong with being high? Of course, a person can get too high to the point where they can. On. Yeah, like if you're on heroin. You know, that's yeah, that's of, a that's different a situation. But there's people who like there's they're gonna start. Or they all there's people already using you know different plant medicines to cure people's addictions. 
So it's like those yeah, types kratom. of kratom. Kratom, you yeah. know, yeah, I I remember it's curing all kinds of opiate. How how was your uh, when? How would you express? How would you explain kratom? Because I know that you had gotten some at some point in time. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like a cough. It's it's kind of like energy slash um, happiness. It's it's a it's a plant. It's a tree. It's a leaf. Yeah. They cut the leaf. They've been using it in Thailand and all over for Long thousands time. of years. And the workers, they have like plays and stuff, and it's like. We eat kratom. We have energy all day. We don't get tired. We can work on the fields and pool and, and all that. But it's but for people who have pain and are taking opiates and who got hooked on opiates, if they take kratom, they can get off it a lot easier. It's did you watch that documentary on Netflix? The magical leaf or the or the leaf leaf of faith. Leaf of faith. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Jeremy told me about it. I, I yeah, started it. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty interesting. Yeah, they got into a lot of. Uh, there was a lot of people like trying to make a case that somehow kratom was um, a problem comparable to the opioid <laughs> crisis when it was helping people off of opiates yeah, it's and taking people I, that like sounds they, like some propaganda bullshit yeah that's why they're gonna make it illegal yeah same with weed and alcohol and everything yeah. else all and the that's pro- why prohibition existed because they used to be able to put alcohol in engines to run cars and they're like we can't have this we can't people have people making their own alcohol to run their cars there's, there's been gas. people in europe that made air compressed cars run off of air air compressed air really yeah so like yeah. you know you hear stories of that and you also hear stories of those people yeah maybe falling yeah. off a cliff somewhere Story. yeah <laughs> the, yeah killing themselves yeah the and way i the way I always put it was, it's like, you want to pause? Wait, wait. I think he's got to uh, go to, to yeah, definitely, uh, there's, there's so much uh, suppression of, I don't know, just technologies that you think could, could change the world that. I, I always looked at it like it's almost kind of like somebody's like postponing the future. Like yeah, the, the, the idea that the people have in their heads about like, what is the future? Like, you know, we have Jetsons and all kinds of stuff floating around in our head. Like our ideas of the future, this is not it. Like the, what we live in, we're like, it's 2018. Like, yeah, we should be able to be like, we yeah, be able, I'll be over in a second. And then, Put our jetpacks on and just fucking yeah, fly. Yeah, that's they, our idea. they predicted we'd have flying cars by now, right? And I want flying like, people. I want to be like, yeah, guys, I'll be back. Yeah, and fly off. I want a person. Like, I want to be. I want some some space technology where I can go off world. Off world. Just take some acid. You'll be off world. Listen, no, I, I, I want to go to the. Phys- I, I want to like like Star Wars. They just got into a plane and just bounced off of a planet. That's like that's yeah. what I want. Yeah, just like transport there. I'll be that old guy that's gonna be like 
still on earth driving the roads in his like old cars and stuff that's gonna be me like 30 years from now everybody else is gonna be like flying above me and like flying cars and stuff my, look, my, it's a car, it's my a car. kids are gonna be like hey there goes dad he's going over to the grocery store he had to drive over to the teleport to get up to the grocery store because it's in the sky but where did he find gas at? yeah exactly we did Nobody uses gas. I'm going to be the one guy that I'm, they're yeah. going to know me by first name basis. and be like, oh, here comes Rob. We're just keeping it open for him. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I better spend a lot at the gross, at that store. I just want to fly. I want to be able to like fly as a person. Like in a Get helicopter squirrel suits. on me. Yeah, but, like actually just be like, yeah, God. Like imagine if you're at the beach or something up on the top deck. We were up there. And I was like, imagine if I could just like be like, hey, I'm, I got to run to the store. Hold up. I'll be back and then just <laughs> take off. Come back. You ever back see 10 those things later. where, like, at the at the ocean where they have like their water propelled yeah, the, or whatever? Yeah, the ski. Or the I don't know what those are. They need they that, they but them. not that. They need something. That, they like do that on the land. Skyboarding or skateboarding. Do or that on the land. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> you don't want to fly. I I, I do. I do. I do. Like I do want to fly, but I don't like. I want. I want I want them to have something where you can fly on the land. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like not, a not some sort of, you know, situation where they're, uh, <laughs> you know, it's over water and you're getting propelled by water. I want. Have you I'm, seen those one wheel things? Uh, they're awesome. They're like a skateboard, but they got a wheel in the middle, and you stand on them, and you really? kind of like balance, and if you lean forward. They go forward, and if you lean back, they go backwards. That's crazy. They're awesome. (laughs) It's called a one wheel. It's a big fat wheel, like probably eight inches wide, maybe ten inches long. And then it's got a skateboard. It's cut out in the middle of a skateboard, and if you lean forward, it leans it it accelerates. And the further you lean forward, the more it accelerates, and you can go back. Like it's real flexible. I did. I've rode one at the beach. The Lair Cab one. It's so it's awesome. really not. It's not like a unicycle, but it's like a. It's a skateboard with yeah. a one wheel in in the middle. It's kind. It's what kind. What are those other yeah. things called? Segways or something? Yeah. Are those still like around? That, but that's they have you're on the both you you stand in front. Yeah. With this thing, you stand like a skateboard, <laughs> and you can kind of like move. But it's it's awesome. It's got lights and shit. Huh. They're like fourteen hundred bucks, but they're amazing. <laughs> Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> cool. Like that would be awesome. It's, I mean, it's a it, price. You need skill to to that figure out like how to use one. Fourteen hundred dollars to break my leg. Oh, That's man, what that man. sounds like. Hey, you can go oh, real right. slow. Like I was like, I was just gonna go real slow. And I did, but Sound, it was fun. It was yeah. a lot. It was sounds cool. like fun. Though. Yeah, it definitely sounds. Like I liked fun. it. But uh, yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes that like the future. Is this idea that is just not like here? You know what I mean? Like it's not. Somebody is saying, "Hey, live in this degraded society where people are still homeless and hungry and all this stuff." It's like I just don't feel like that the world should have to do that. Like that doesn't make sense. That in this world where we can do all of these crazy things, that we haven't still been able to solve our social problems and make people feel worthy mm-hmm. I, I mean i just don't see what's the point in creating a, a person uh 
uh, like a throwaway person. Like, what's the point in that? Like, if if some of the people who've been in some of the worst positions in life were given a place where their worth was something that people already saw, you never like I like what the what the world could be. It could, the world could be you know a million times better than it is right now. I feel like. But we we live in a place where our things mean more than the people, you know. They, That's because we like, they can, we kind of escape through our things. I think I do at least. I don't know about other people. Uh, yeah, you're kind of escaping reality. It's weird, like that one wheel thing. That'd be cool. To get off work and just go ride that shit. It's weird seeing shop like when you see shopping from that standpoint, and where it's like. What like what is this? Like not shopping like I'm going to shop for food. Mm-hmm. But like the shopping where you're like, Oh, I'm going out to buy some things that I really don't need, but I'm like I I just I need this release or something, so to speak. Like I need yeah. to get out of here for for that reason. Yeah. I mean I know one thing that that's always been something that's interested just well everybody here you know we've we've all had our different kinds of like uh <coughs> like uh religious types of situations oh and, yeah um almost got sucked in yeah he, you know that was that was a that was a really interesting time like it was interesting i was sucked in i mean it, i still i still think i mean Sorry. No, no. I, I guess what I mean is, is like it was just interesting to see, um, to watch something like he said, kind of suck him, sort of be- like back in. Like I always thought, you know, for a person like you, Rob, you're you you've never believed it really in any way. So you've always been on. You've been in this place where it's like you, you know, you don't, it, it might be a little bit harder for you to understand how a person can get sucked in. Like I understood how he was like getting sucked yeah. in because when you come from something, you understand, like you, in order to free yourself of something, you have to learn extensively about it. Yeah. Like you have to be able and then yeah, you I know was, act on it, you know. Yeah. I just wanted the truth. Like I'm tired of all this bullshit. I just want to know like what's what's what? real. <laughs> That's all we you ever know, Where the know. fuck is the truth? But nobody the thing knows. about the Bible that it's just religion twisted and everything. It's uh it's the glory of God to conceal the truth. It's the honor of the kings to seek a matter out. So it's the truth is hidden, so these three billion Christians or whatever don't have the truth. They claim to, and they say, "Hey, give me some money, and we'll give it to you." <laughs> that is the this truth. This will make you happy. Just come here. We'll duck your head in some pool in a pool, and say a couple things, and then you're gonna be free, saved, salvation. Um, I don't know. I I take my kids to Bible school because they want to go with their friends and stuff, and like 
there's always at the end of Bible school, there's like some kind of ceremony or something. Just mm-hmm. always felt so cultish to me. Like, it just like felt like I was at like some kind of sacrifice or something. <laughs> like a sacrifice of like ideals or something. I don't even know. It just feels, it felt creepy to me. I think like when I was older, that's how I felt. Cause I, when I was younger, I just went, be- and I never paid attention or it was just there could make my mom happy you know but when i got older and like take my kids for that kind of stuff it just felt like a cult it just creeped me out (laughs) i have a a new theory kind of on how people end up like in like to get religified or (laughs) how you find yourself with religion and superstition like it's kind of like a merging of the right and the left brain your right brain deals with the art like imagination and art and things of that nature mm-hmm. it's i'm a very right brain person the left brain deals with rigid structure and order and things like that i'm like i said i'm a very right brain person yes me too uh, quite often to you, sometimes my detriment do you like, know what the word religion means the origin in in latin do you know what it means I think I, does it have something to do with the binding? Yeah, to bind, hold back, to bind you. <laughs> what does that mean? What, what do they do to prisoners? You get binded. You, they bind the prisoners. You hold them back from the truth. So we got the, all these holy people molesting kids and shit. That's a whole other subject. That <laughs> to, 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 keep you away from the truth they don't want you Did to you find what the it the pope said it's hidden he but he said what that guy says. the pope said it's shit coming from he him. said it was the devil <sighs> that's what he, he said he blamed it on the devil he, yeah he was like there's the the devil's responsible for yes. all this happening yes it's the devil's fault yeah. i mean not the people you know they have look no all uh, and what i was trying to get to you with like at one point i was like yeah i gotta go get baptized i gotta do this i gotta do this and then I started realizing that the entire Bible is all allegory. It's 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 all allegory. And with allegory, it's kind of like statistics. You can twist them and manipulate them to get whatever point you're trying to convey. And to get whatever private jets or whatever else these big time people need. Or any church. All these church. I know a lot of them do good and, and do, do well for people, but. I think they're just misled. Same as like. I mean, what's Joel Osteen have? He has a mansion with like thirteen bedrooms and like three Mercedes and yeah. and then then the Texas well, the Texas hurricane when somebody comes. Somebody says when Jesus says it's easier for a rich man to get to the kingdom of heaven than a donkey to go through an eye of a needle or whatever he says. Yeah. Well, when the hurricane came through fl- through uh, Texas. Yeah. And you know, Joel. Yeah, that, they blocked him out. He blocked he him out. Him. Not allowed here. Crazy. Yeah. Who do you think we are, a church? Come and that's on, what man. Jesus what do you think did. Our, we're, Jesus we're came and he people? was like, he was like, <laughs> you guys are fucking making money off of this shit and selling it on some bullshit that's not right. And fuck this, he starts tipping tables and saying that's not the way it is. You're doing it wrong. This is what you do. And they're like, fuck it, we can't have this guy coming in here and killing our business. Kill this motherfucker <laughs> if he's real. Him. And that's what they did. And then the Bible, then all the other guys probably were like. Well, we can still make money off of what he did, so let's do the, whoever. I don't know what if it's about money or what. It's something. It's control. Some, some of bind. it is. Why do you call it religion? It's to bind. So it, some it's of touchy. it is definitely. But I almost got drug in. I learned what baptism was. 
it feels like cultish to me. It, it, it is it, a cult. You the, can the see diff- you can see how people get drawn into like real like like David Koresh cult, cults and stuff yeah, like that. You know, I think religion is cult, but but there's truth in there. They it's just distorted the truth. truth. There's a lot of truth that's been distorted and twisted to to bind people and to hold them back. It's like I told um, like uh, you know I, I told my dad the other day. I said. I had to free myself from Christianity not because I didn't learn certain good things. Like, I learned good things from Christianity. I'm not, I would never say that. I also learned some pretty messed up stuff. But, (laughs) (laughs) but but I needed the freedom to learn the good, bad, and ugly of all of, well, not all, nobody can know all of the different spiritual traditions of the world, but I wanted to learn about more of them. Because, like you say, you see that you you do find truth in them, and of course you might find superstition, but the truth that can be found in a lot of in in these different spiritual traditions, I think, you know that's that's worth it. Like it's it's worth like I've learned so much thing, so many things from <laughs> Buddhism and Hinduism and Zoroastrianism and all just all kinds of different. I think psychedelics might be the real answer to that. I think shit. most religion is most spiritual traditions seem to have their root in psychedelic uh experience. That's what they say it comes from you, you there's these transcendent experiences that people have by eating mushrooms or yeah. by taking a certain I'm plant. I'm sure some people have met godly beings when they were on a hallucinogenic I heard somewhere that in the Catholic Church, you know, you ever see that thing? <laughs> We're talking yeah. about some cult type stuff. You see when they would be swinging that thing, like you ever see like a like a Catholic, uh, uh, you know, service, and like there'll be a dude he's swinging this thing, and it has like smoke billowing out of it. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly, at some point in time, that that was weed in there. <laughs> so the, the people were just not getting baked. I'm sure being in a Catholic service high it, it is probably a really interesting thing to watch because it, like you don't even know like what's going on with like like that's like the remnant of some time that seems like forgotten you're like wait people still do like like they have like these ceremonies with that see you don't even know what's going on there's incense burning there's like there's so many di- and, and not to completely like poo poo on them because it's not like you know you can learn things from them too but i i take offense to people trying to tell me that they have the absolute truth maybe people just seek like tribal like tribal connection like that is our, part of it past as an, i want to i want to go in the basement the of community. the uh, what's that what's the uh the basement where they keep all the stuff oh what you mean, like at the Vatican? Yeah, and stuff, the Vatican. Like at the, yeah, that's where I want to go. They, they, I want to see their, their vault and stuff. Yeah, I want to see what you know. They got some weird shit down there. There's all kinds of like. I want to go there. I want to. I just. I think a person should be able to practice whatever they want spiritually. Absolutely. But at the same time, I don't think that I don't think that you should get power because you believe something. Like you shouldn't be like, well, I'm. <laughs> A certain faith. Well, what about I heal you because I have faith? 
No, I'm just... <laughs> you like touch my you. forehead and I fall backwards. They, they, they do this man. thing where they're Benny like, Hinn, man, stick your arms out. Oh, your one arm's longer than your other one. Hold on. You hear Joe Rogan's uh, podcast with a dude named uh, Banachek? No, That's why Jesus that said the kingdom of heaven is within you. It's not some shit you get somewhere else. It's in you. It's not what some guy... And says, is it, are these the traditions of men or are these the traditions of God when they said whatever to him? No, I, I just think it's so misunderstood. And I think there's a lot of truth in what he was teaching. If he was real, I don't know. I don't Who knows? Know whatever, the fuck, whatever the fuck he was saying, people don't want you to think it's there are th- important. That's what I and everything in our life. That's that's what led me to it. It's like, why is everybody making me not want to look at this? So I started looking at it. I wasn't like, hey, well, this is what I am now. I was just, I, I just, I always try to look at everything open. You got to look at it and just see both sides and see what's going on and see what you can pull out of it and look at the people who are using it to gain this power and who have had this power. Yeah, that's it's a little weird. You was this powerful because of this thing, but. I think that there's a like there's a sugar-coated Jesus. Like there's the there's this like there's the Jesus that is kind of um promoted to people, love everybody, you know, like they like it's very simple. And then there's the more complicated aspects of Jesus. Like the like the like uh you know, I always look at Jesus Jesus was very Buddhist in how he thought about yeah, things. He said, like, don't don't pray for shit you want. God already knows what you want. Say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Like just sing that say that. Just say that. That's all you need to say. He knows what else you need. I think um I think a lot of people don't understand that spiritual systems give rise to other spiritual systems. So there is a lineage of certain understandings that influence different uh, spiritual systems over time, you know, and you can see, you know, oh, well, these people had this part and then this people came into contact with these people and took part of what this people over here were, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to say. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like there's influence. They're all influence. Well, the ones that come into contact with each other influence each other. And then, I think what happens is is you'll see a part of yours and somebody else's or it'll be an offshoot or you know all it takes look at denomination like in the in in, in Christianity how many different denominations of Christians are there I don't that, get any of that shit I don't care what they do there there's you know there's all <laughs> kinds of them though but they and the thing about it is at the end of the day this all is supposedly coming from one source of this is how many different ways somebody can interpret the truth. At the end of the day, it's going to be us three people, not us three altogether, but us three individually being like, all right, this is it. I'm about to go out because we're all going out. Yeah. And you don't so, know what's coming. You can lie to yourself and try so to that, say that you know. That's what's so compelling about it that's why they get so much power because everybody wants to know what it's the that's why where, it's the greatest hustle well if i can world. go to heaven then when that point comes in my life i can just be like okay the way my dad explained it to me the other day we were just talking about this and he was saying that the way he sees it if he's right then he has everything to gain 
from it. Like, if he's right, all the people who he loves is going to be on the other side after he dies and stuff. And I just, and I understand that. Like, you, that, like we like comfortability. We like that. Of, it drives many people. Like my, like he was, like, saying, like, he's like, what would I do if I didn't have the hope anymore that I'd see my mom again someday? And I was like, I can't. What I'm. What I'm. What am I gonna say to you? What am, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I would. I would never want to take that hope from you. Right. But at the same time, we have to acknowledge the fact that. Well, tell just him, because that's tell your him belief, there's nothing you, in the Bible that says reincarnation isn't real. There's nothing in the Bible that says that. In fact, when uh the blo- when the disciples asked Jesus, whose fault is it that that guy's poor? Is it his or is his parents' fault that he's poor? Jesus didn't say how the fuck could it be his fault. He said it's neither the fault. It's only to show the glory of God. He didn't say, how could it be his fault? And if, if you if you shed blood, your blood will be shed. There's many people that shed blood that didn't have their blood shed. They say God doesn't break a promise. So what if we just keep reliving this life? And what how you... could it be his fault? If, if Whose fault was it that he's blind? His or his parents' fault? Why wouldn't he say... Well, it can't be his fault because he's only got one life here. I don't know. That's just some shit I think about. There's there's some truth in there that's being covered up and hidden. That's why they removed 12 books or whatever they removed from it. There's, they don't want you to know some shit. There's, there's some shit in there. That if he's I think there's definitely things for people to learn. Um, I, I, and, but there, I think in all of these different little... In all these different spiritual books, like these things are... I look at it more or less like, yeah, like degrees. Like you, like you'll start to like why somebody doesn't think that Islam has something to teach them is beyond me, or why why you don't think that Buddhism might have like they might these people because they've been taught that if you yeah. study that it's going to be bad for you you'll go to hell. It, I think yeah, yeah that's what they, they, they you know that my like, what I was taught they'll yeah. be like oh I I don't need that I don't need that blasphemous and I'm just like I'm like <laughs> all this is is a different people experiencing the world differently and trying to uh, uh, help whoever can understand their message uh, in trying to get through life you know you they may not get it perfectly right but nobody gets it perfectly right none of our teachers are perfect people. They're all people with uh, rel- their own relative flaws, you know. What if it's just the ego that makes them not perfect? What if we're born perfect? I, babies I mean, are born perfect. That's the, the other cry. part. That's the other part. Is it, you know, uh, is a person. Just our ego takes over and this bullshit we've been fed. You start, yeah, you start to become this person. They, they make you into this thing that becomes ever more divided all the time. You just become more and more divided. To the point where now uh, you're so divided, you're willing to act against yourself. You know, we were talking about like addiction and things like that. That's that's a division of, you know, if you had if you had it in your mind that you were, you know, as some spiritual systems would say that you are actually the creator having some sort of uh, human experience. If you actually resonated with that knowledge it's such an empowering thought to think that at your core is the same thing that built galaxies, sprung a universe into existence. Like that, that thing dwells inside of you. And I think that that realistically 
seems to be the greatest conspiracy of all the 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 who you are is personally is like the greatest conspiracy trying to figure out where's my purpose and, and things like that. because there's all kinds of people who would make you believe that you're something completely different just to serve them like to serve them they have to make you depower yourself. Like they have to strip you of your power in order to use you, and that's where you know I think religion kind of comes into play because then it starts telling you to worship things outside of yourself. But uh, yeah, I mean, I remember when when uh, you first started going, like when you were having those thoughts, and I could tell like you're trying to get through things. Where well, people are very extreme. Like when we, when we, when we become about something. Yeah, I'm still there. I'm. I, I still know that there's a lot to learn that I don't know yet. It's, that's, that's the thing. I can just never be definitive on on what I believe. Just, oh, just it's faith. No, I gotta look deeper because the Bible even the Bible the thing you talk about says it's the glory of God to conceal a truth. It's his glory to hide something. He hides it. So only a little bit narrows the, narrows the path that leads to heaven. Wide is the gate or the path that leads to destruction. Many will choose that path. Narrow, few will find it. Few will find it. So there's something. But I, that's why I also think uh, that, that reincarnation thing, I think maybe we just keep... Maybe you can't get all the truth in one lifetime. Some like, Buddhists. It also says there's nothing new under the sun. What has been will be again. I heard somebody on actually on uh, Duncan Trussell's podcast, and he was talking about there's a there's a form of Buddhism that believes that people's want for like lust and sex is what fuels like reincarnation like it it brings like your desire for it brings you back like and and when you look at society and you're saying well yeah like we we are definitely um a sexually like repressed people like we're we're you know we shameful people go to yeah people go to great lengths at some at some point in time for sex and stuff so um his you know there's a certain form of buddhism that says that you know their your your want for that brings you back but in other forms of of buddhism you know that they just talk about desire in general like you it's no one wants to lead a desireless life but in our desires we kind of construct our own sorts of torture like we we uh, we want certain things and then when we don't have those things we turn that into a narrative where somehow the world is against us we're like oh like why can't i have that house why can't cut that narrative yeah that's why i don't have yeah i don't even deal with that and i don't even whenever anybody says anything like that like i just don't connect with i don't I don't operate really from a space of scarcity. Like I, I know that I could have more, but I also know that I could have I far want less. Scarcity, man. I want less. I just want <laughs> to have my family and just be chill. That's no what fights, everybody wants. No, no bullshit. 
That's why, like Rob said, you know, Rob said he's one of the types of people who wish he could just remove himself from the entire situation. Yeah, man, I'd love to be. And I understand that. I feel that too. Be away, but but we have these connections. We're in the web. For us to completely detach from the web is such a daunting task that, like, we don't even approach it. We're like, we're like, man, how do you, how is this really going to go down? Like, how, how am I just going to separate? That's why you just got to like break, you said, break jump. through, <laughs> jump off the cliff. Yeah, it's, jump off the cliff. Who cares? I'm still going to live afterwards. Uh, who cares? When you That's, have a family, you have to convince everybody on <laughs> on board. Like, nah, hey. Nah, you're the man of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's what the Bible would say. Yeah. yeah. That's what they teach you. She, the woman should just kneel down and yep. accept whatever you're saying. Kneel down. Say, hey, I'm going to jump. Just, I'm no, going to do sure, this. That's a complete joke. It's going to significantly affect our family, but I'm doing it. And you should kneel and bow to me because I'm going to do it. My, my wife said she saw some video and there was a lady with like a sign outside uh, somewhere protesting testing she said it said women belong in the kitchen a woman out there it does say i mean paul said it paul is the one that said it. he said a woman should not be allowed to speak in the church yeah and then you have all these churches that i want to talk to a female they're evangelical it's all it's all bible what's the one they're all bible evangelical anyway whatever there's like 300 denominations but they have women speaking in their churches and you're like believe that part of the bible but no people pick and choose stuff well i told you about that story about pence being in the white house and him being the only one that's ever or the first time in so long to have a a bible uh whatever yeah bible study Mm -hmm. but the women weren't allowed to be uh lead the bible study oh yeah strict (laughs) yeah man you know yeah, man. I think that's, that's your I, vice president. And people I, said, "Hey, that's I honestly good. think that's why Jesus came is to be like, yeah, you guys, what the fuck are you doing? This is what you do. I I know what's going on. I'll show you. I know what's going on here. You want some wine out of that water here? And he's just like, snap the fuck out of it. Wake up. It ain't about selling shit. It's about helping these people, the poor and the meek. They're the ones that you welcome to the church. Not dress all nice and look down on the people that don't look as good as you in church." Which is, uh, it's just I, my opinion. I might be judging, judge, judge not, you see, be judged, but. If I, if I, if I knew I, Jesus, I, I think I'd be pretty cool with Jesus. Yeah, he'd be But cool most of the you. people who I know, him. most of the people who I know who worship Jesus, I think they wouldn't like Jesus. No, I don't think so either. I think they'd be like, Jesus is a street person and he's like. You know, you know, he's he's a person who gets stuff done, and he's like say they worship Jesus. They they worship the pastor. Talk. They worship an idea. Yeah, is what they do. They worship an idea of 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 Jesus. I think, and and it also allows them to be have the idea that they're a better person sometimes than the, than what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah like they go, they use better. in that church as a crutch because, Hey, listen, I can, I go to church Sundays. So everything yeah. I do Monday through White Saturday clean. is okay because I'm in church Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning or I'm whatever. By the blood of God. It's okay. Yeah. That mindset. I told you that was one time I was watching that one video where this guy was come. He came into the back of the church and he looked like he was homeless and he was like scruffy and like dirty clothes and stuff. And the pastor was up front and he's talking and, and they 
he was like, yeah, we, we just got a new, uh, we have a new pastor coming in and he's going to be here soon. And all these people were looking back at this guy, right. Sitting in the back. And they were like, then all of a sudden the ushers were like trying to get him to leave and, and all these things. And they were like, giving him dirty looks. Next thing you know, the, he leaves and then he comes back. And then the, the pastor says, I'd like to introduce our new pastor and it was the guy in the dirty clothes with the beard and you know what i mean like he was like and he got up and he like yeah i saw that he got up and he like he like you shouldn't be doing this like this isn't what it's about you know what i mean like i don't understand like how many churches do we have and how many homeless people do we have where what isn't I mean, what are you giving your money for every week? You're keeping up with the Joneses. Remember? I, mean, I don't. I don't. Know. I can't judge. Yeah, I don't know everybody. Like it's All almost like it's it's become really. like keeping a, church is is like a fashionable thing. Like yeah, it's like ooh, the cool get business. Like you're yeah, part of the here and help you're build part of a cult. You're part of the group, yeah. and it's okay as long as you guys are all part of that tribe, right? People yeah. see it makes it okay. People that you know, I feel. I feel. Um, uh, uh, lack of community and that i felt when i was like going to church when i was a kid like when you go to church as a kid like you're you're a part of this thing and there's people who like have a vested interest in like caring about you and things yeah, because you're like part of their flock and then you're like but as time goes on you you do start to realize that i think uh, you know, there's a lot of lonely people in the world seeking communication yeah. and it's yeah. easy to fall into the church thing because yes. that's like the, that's like our society's <laughs> like, it's the easiest thing to like, you'd be like, I, I need to get we'll right. Accept anybody. Well, we, we have like church. bake sales and stuff, you know, like you have all these things that you're like doing with other people. So I just went to a church event today. Yeah. It's fulfilling. It's like. There was this thing in Rossville. It's a way to socialize almost instead yeah. of actually being there to be part of, yeah. you know well, what I mean? Like, it's a weird to yeah, think. When I, I was a know. kid, my dad would be sleeping, but I'd still have friends at church. <laughs> I mean, he's the one that took They took us there. He'd be asleep. <laughs> I'd still, I didn't, I was just there because I had friends asleep. there. <laughs> It's family and dad falls asleep yeah, in dude, church. It's like Homer Simpson. You know? <laughs> in church, whenever he's always with Oh, man. But the yeah, Simpsons. dude, he'd fall asleep. Learn a lot from the Simpsons. Everybody just goes. Yeah. Everybody just goes and. Uh, they predict elections. Yeah, yeah, that's why I wasn't allowed to watch him. No, <laughs> that's probably it. Too much truth. The devil. Truth, <laughs> the, the Simpsons. The devil will take you over. It's the, like, it's the devil. I was looking. Uh, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV, I think, when I was little because my parents were like, yeah. you like Crazy that. Crazy people in these music MTV, videos. they're doing those fancy my, dancing moves. You, you know, don't even know what's coming in Women in those videos. About the separation of my family, the older half wasn't allowed to watch the Brady Bunch. For oh, some. really? My parents were fucking... The Brady cool. Bunch? Yeah. Real weird. Probably because of some marriage, because they got married. Uh, it was probably some Christian Imagine, thing. Are your parents still split. alive? Yeah, and now they know the guy's gay, the the dad. So that probably yeah. really messes with them now. Yeah, nah, they're not they're not the same now. Like once they split up, my dad went off like on a rampage. Like, oh. Yeah, fuck <laughs> this Christian bullshit. And they go fuck bitches and do this. And okay. <laughs> did whatever. I don't know what he did. I didn't talk to him. Still don't really. But uh, at the time when they were bound by religion, yeah, binded together in holy matrimony, they. Uh, 
we're good Christian folk. And then the devil got a hold of him. <laughs> devil visited one the day. The Brady Bunch, though? Like, they were, like, wholesome. Yeah, like I, they were, my parents were nuts, man. They had nine kids. Think Maybe, about it. They I had guess nine that kids was, and no money, so what but, the hell I guess that was extreme anyway, back fun. then because it was a divorce and, like, a remarriage with, like, two separate. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I guess that was extreme then that back then. That could be extreme. Back then. McDonald's and fucking split a hamburger in three. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like they weren't the smart. Then, I guess, well, but it worked though. Like, it, I mean, like, nine kids. It that's worked. Fuck, I can't even imagine. It I don't worked, know. Though. I don't know what you call work, but work, work. <laughs> a lot, is, of, it, a lot work of it is, didn't work. Yeah, but how it. many? Like, the final product isn't that great. You it's guys like, all got mess to... over here, fights over here, bullshit over here. Yeah, but you got yeah. to like you got to adulthood like. I just got to real. I got. I got, got to, to grow up with different personalities in one space, close space, close quarters. All nine of us were in one crib, or eleven of us are, were in one crib at the same time. With like not yeah. many bedrooms. So. Man, I can't even. Yeah, pushing eleven people in one house with eleven different personalities. Yeah, you gotta fucking fight for what you want. <laughs> Grab your food. A lot I, of spaghetti, a lot of meat. I loaf. think it affected the. I think it affected your personality. Like when you do have to kind of compete with your siblings, like it does create a certain. Yeah, I was always shut you. out. Well, I was always like To was like one of like how many wasn't he? He was like was a he? big family. Like he I, maybe it was I To or somebody the else. Wayans, I'm thinking of. The Wayans. Yeah, anyway, brothers, they, they, the they got a lot too. There's yeah. a lot of people over there. I'm famous people, but that means I should be there. No, yeah, sure. right. Get, the, get, get you guys need I to get right. Get a TV I just show. Grew up in you need a reality no, show. Yeah. yeah, you and your siblings in a reality show. Yeah. No, I know everyone. Because the families always turn out so well in those shows. Yeah, no, right? no, uh, no fractured families in those shows. No, no, man, that's the American dream. <laughs> yeah, get on TV. You, you see them twenty years from now, and they're all together still, right? Yeah, all happily married and happily familyed yeah. up. All that's what they should do. That's rich. that's reality. That's the yeah. real reality. That's no. the reality. <laughs> that's a reality show. That's Kardashian what, reality. The Kardashian Yo. reality is a is that's that's a real thing. All you got to do is ask. Ask all the women and, to shoot for, aim for and men who watch that, they'll tell you that that's right around the corner. Like, you know, like when I watch basketball, I'm watching stuff to learn stuff. Like, and it's like, I can't, what are you trying to learn from them? Like, what are you, are you going to learn how to like get a no, dog I think, in a purse? I think something? how long, how long <laughs> like, is the show? Like a half hour? I don't, I don't even, even know. know. It's like a half hour somebody else gets to live in their like they're living in their shoes. You know what I mean? Like they're beyond it. Like their reality is their reality yeah. now. You I, know? I heard from uh, I think it was on the Joe Rogan show. They were saying like Joe Rogan was saying like they changed the camera angles a lot, and that's what keeps you focused. Like if it's just it like us different. talking, yeah, they'll get you from the side. And so that keeps your brain like, whoa, oh, different, different shit happening. happening. Yeah. Oh, really? And that's what keeps you engaged. That's because really, it, don't keep me, it doesn't keep me engaged. If they put one, <laughs> but if they put one camera on a person and just like following them around, they'd be like, this yeah, is stupid. Yeah, it'd be boring. If like, it was just like a camera yes. sitting here looking at all, they'd just be like, oh, they're still just sitting there. I, I see, but I see people <laughs> do that all in. the time. Like in, like even like on, um. You know, you, you start to learn that about cinematography and things like camera angles and changing things and catching different perspectives. Yeah. Like, 
that is makes um, a difference. That is definitely a huge part it's of like if, if you take acid making and you watch a movie, you're like, holy shit, because shit just like <laughs> when it changes like that. That's why they call it tripping. You start to like trip into this different you dimension perspectives it's and stuff crazy. like yeah it's, you're bringing uh, that up that's just because i had a wild experience yeah a while ago yeah uh you know a crazy experience with that and uh i think a lot of people you know are like i was a person when i was growing up i was so afraid of those kinds of it's like experiences a, a lot like, of stigma people feel like you're gonna go crazy or something and the reality is is that we're all crazy when i was in school was like a gateway drug you know that was like the thing they pushed you know like acid no no well weed weed was weed was acid when you're a kid when you're a kid your mind's not developed when you're 30 it's different you've already got perspective on life and this is just like this it like guides you through this journey it's not sorry to cut you off no, like, you're good. It like takes you. I was at the beach and the moon and the ocean and the pink sky and lightning. It was the most amazing. My feet in the sand, sitting in a chair just like this, looking out. It was just like you feel everything. Was it like clear night? It was like you could look in and see stars I've and stuff. Had, yeah. Well, later on, but uh, at that point, the sun just went down. Okay. The moon was just rising, and it was just, it was like painting this glow, glowing image on the ocean, and the ocean was just like glass. And then the sky was like pink. I, I just want to, I want to really want to paint what I saw. This is amazing. And then lightning over here. And then down, down here, we got people like playing and lights and feet, the sand's all warm, and you're just like, Little gnomes running around. What the <laughs> fuck am I? And <laughs> why didn't I see the way this shit really is? Look at this. It's amazing. And you just look up and you just look how beautiful the world is. The first time I did it, there's you, you hear music and you can feel it like going through your body. Everything just hits you. And it's, just, it's amazing. It just helps you see perspective from what you're not looking at, I think. I don't know. It gives you like However, that all. I don't ever want to do it again. Let me get. Let me put that out there. But I'm happy that I tried it once and then I did do it again. But I don't ever need that again. I got what I needed out of that, and it, it was enough to show me I've been missing some shit. Like, yeah, this shit's deeper than what I think. Even though it's just a chemical in my brain, and yeah, the yeah, guy who it, discovered it was he accidentally made it, put it on his tongue, and he he talks about his bicycle journey home and this shit is so powerful like your whole body you feel just it's kind of orgasmic but constant like continuous for like four hours and you just everything's beautiful everything's amazing color like that right there would look amazing my, daughter, Audi, my daughter painted that did she really yeah she just started 15 and she just started um dude that's what the world looks like pretty much when you're on <laughs> yeah that's what yeah especially artists they definitely need to do it at least one time just be guided have somebody who knows what they're talking about and knows how to guide you through it yeah and it kind of guides you through it by itself like if i wouldn't have had my first experience with somebody who's really experienced and i did a lot of research in, into it before i did it and he kind of just like 
okay, yeah, what you seeing? It's all normal. It's all good, dude. And he just kept me calm. It's all good. And, oh, this is amazing. Just let it hit you. This is kind of what the world looks like. Yeah, she just started painting. It's this beautiful. is her fifth painting. Yeah. yeah first. One, cool, man. Like, I do like that. Dude. did some crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. For a 15-year-old. That was my present at the end of the school year. I can't she stop was looking. It just draws you in. The school year, she said she had a present for me. She was finishing up, and that was my present at the end of the school year. Yeah, people yeah, could see crazy. that. They'd be thinking, "You should post a picture of it." I, I did. The, awesome. She never yeah. really talked about being like artistic or anything, and like I, I used to be able to draw. I could probably, I just don't draw anymore. I have a picture. I have a hood out in the garage that I airbrushed when I was in high school. And this hood will yeah. blow your mind. This hood really? we did. Yeah. It's of this old comic book character. Um, and I'll show you then later. Nice. But uh, I still have it. I've had it. I did it like 20. Me and two other students did it like 23 years ago. No I kept way. it all these years because it's crazy. Hmm. But yeah, I'm, I, we used to be very artistic and I used to draw a lot. That's impressive. But she's, my dad's very artistic. My dad actually is. He does paintings for he he goes to he's a missionary and goes to Guatemala. No way. Yeah, and he like does he does paintings a and missionary? then sells them to pay for the trips and stuff. No way. Yeah, so I mean, yes, yeah, so artist. In family. Yeah, it's my in the family. My mom's side's all art. My dad's side's all brains. My like my, my grandfather was top of his class at John Hopkins. My older brother's top of his class at Maryland. Like my dad's side's all brains. My mom's side's all art. They're yeah, all super artistic. That's why my 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 family's. Yeah, I think it, it's it's kind of crazy how, yeah, my dad is very artistic, and yeah. you know, just that one of my my sister's not very artistic. My brother's not very artistic, but I was really. Yeah, yeah. See, that's how I. I'm not. My and yeah, my other daughters bit. aren't. You know, I, mean, I think my son is going to be somewhat musical because he. He, I had this video of him when he was like five years old and he's just playing the, we had a drum set down in the basement yeah. and he just starts playing the drums and like, it sounded pretty good. And he had <laughs> never played drums before. And I'm yeah. like, that's not bad. <laughs> of course, cool. you're talking about me. I'm not very musical. So to me, it sounded pretty good. Yeah. So like, I think in like, yeah, he's like, he's like played on the keyboards before and it's, and we're just kind of like, that doesn't sound too bad. Like. Like, we feel like, you know, that may be, like, something he, his little, like, niche, you know? Yeah. Artistry so. is a weird thing because it, it changes uh, its direction. I like, encourage that. My daughter, as soon as I see it, she do it. I hate when people guide her to do it the way they want them to want her to. I say, you do it how the fuck you want. Don't listen yeah. to anybody. Yeah. Fuck these people. Because yeah. what they say is just going to influence you. Do it how you like it. I want you, Daddy. What you want me to draw? Draw whatever you want. But we're <laughs> too busy putting restrictions. Yeah, we just should have no restrictions. Block restrictions blocks Everybody. creativity. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm, like I that. mean. That gets into that that you know what we were talking about, like that left side of the brain, that rigid structure yeah. brain. It stifles the artistic mind. Like I know how when I'm at work, that's a rigid structure my artistic mind being predominantly how I think suffers in that situation because then it's like, okay, now I'm in this structure and if a thought comes to me that I might have to record or something, I have to be unconscious of that and conscious of the fact that I'm like, 
I don't know, doing something that anybody could do as opposed to my art that I feel no one duplicate. Or, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it, it's, yeah, it's I understand you. It why people's, you. you know, I understand why people kind of stigmatize like artists and things because they feel like artists aren't built for the reality of society. They, they somehow feel like they're not a productive. Sometimes, like I hear, they're not a productive member of society. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's people, what they people say. Uh-huh. I, I think I, a lot of people would say, definitely, you know, people like in my family and people things. People never took acid because when you take acid and you look at art, you're like, damn, these fucking people have the answer. Like they get, they, <laughs> they, they have they the must answer. Understand? We some don't know what the fuck this. we're talking about. Look the, at what they did. The artist is. Stop looking. At when that. you think about the artist, the oh, artist, he, they pull something from this place. That's not even real. Like, that they pull something from, like, this abstract place, so this, uh, this objective place where it could be real, but are you going to bring it to reality and make it something tangible? And that's why I say even with something like your nonprofit, like, that's kind of artistic in the yeah. sense because you took it from something. It didn't have to be, but you took that's it. it. An you actualizer. Took, took the idea and actualized. That's an like, awesome that's, term. That's a that actualizer. is a that's an act yeah. that so many people in this world I think uh, action. envy. Action. See, we think action. Like, oh, I'll I, read a book. I, that's that action. that that thing we say we talk about Messiah, like the Messiah complex. I think yeah. is like a huge. Like the more I we think about that when we talk about that, I think that is like what every everybody suffers from i think a lot of people suffer from yeah, they're just do. waiting for somebody to do to do what i've been I've waiting for that. somebody to do what they already know they can do you know what i mean yeah, or yeah. i guess is is the way to put it i've had that ultimately i think that that's what stifled most of my progress because i've waited for people to do things waited for me instead of there. trying to just do them myself i realized very early when i when I was real broke and young, and I was like, yeah, can I borrow a hundred bucks? I gotta pay this. I'm gonna have it in two days. No, dude. How the fuck don't you have that money? The only way to do this shit is by yourself. I mean, yeah. now, if some help comes along and is there, that's awesome. But beyond that, I don't need anybody. I like to have people with me, helping me. I help them, they help me. But at the end of the day, it's me, family, and you can't rely on it. You got to figure can't. it. If you can figure it out how to do it by yourself, you don't need anybody. That's why I came but to a realization to many, not many years ago, but some time ago that I just tired of working for people. Yeah. Tired of like, I do just do my own thing. And you know what? The only person I have to blame is the person in the mirror. Yeah. I don't have to worry about anybody else, and I try. You know, it's not easy. After you that. struggle sometimes, but at the end of the day, your success is more, I guess, fulfilling. I guess it would be yeah. because you know it's all you. You You're know, the nonprofit your own field. You're right. spending seven, eighty, hundred hours. I a week know in the your nonprofit's gonna is gonna fail or succeed because of me, yeah. not because of anybody else. But it's gonna fail or succeed because of me, yeah. and that you know. I've I've failed a lot doing different businesses and different things, 
but sometimes maybe I just never was doing the right one. That's what it is, man. You know? It's I feel just, like maybe this one's those, the right one. All those things you failed in are going to make you better at what you finally become yeah. good at. Like I've learned a lot. Every single thing I did that I left or failed at became like the building blocks of what I'm doing now. Like every single thing meshed together to make this perfect I think unity. I think instead of saying failing, we should say learning experience. Yeah, that's what it is. Because it's that's what it really is. If you look at it that way. It builds character. You know? It's just you know what? Failure is awesome because it's just it's hardships. Hardships hardships are great if you look at them in the right light. Yeah. If you look at them like an evil monster, you're gonna be like, fuck this, I don't know. It's gonna eat you alive. It's gonna eat you alive. I think think what nothing is weak. Weak shot. Try it again. See what happens. I think what happens to a lot of people is like you get into this point where like you have a family and the idea of taking a risk seems like you're putting your family in jeopardy. That's what I meant with the Christianity thing. It's like... I mean, I, I, it's kind of a risk to jump into a religion like that. Because if if you jump into something like that, you have to give it everything. And you take the people people, connected. This is what I do because I have to get you into heaven too. If I don't, I'm going to hell. So hey, I got to tell everybody spread the good news. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's definitely. Well, I mean, when you're in, you know, when you're doing something and you're you have a family, they're in it too. Yeah, you know, it's they're affected by what you're doing. Yeah, you know, I my, mean, my friend that I'm uh, yeah. trying to have on the podcast, I'm like, I'm gonna try to have Neil on the podcast. Nice. And he was talking about how, like, when he got locked up, he got like Christianity, and then he kind of brought it to his family, and then he got out of it, and then he couldn't get them out. Yeah. So it's like. He introduced that idea to them. Why does why do I always hear people like, you know, the guy uh, that that what, the kid that plays uh, Cook or whatever. Yeah, Cook is a uh, Cook is like uh, Cook cooking uh, and Nell. That's you know they Cook used to live with Nell. Yeah, like all kinds of like stuff. he's in jail though, right? No, he's out now. Oh, he's out now. He but... actually played last Saturday. Oh, did he? Or not Saturday, Sunday. Last Sunday, last Sunday. So that means JP and all them guys were there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They haven't been they, there the whole time. Team, their team, yeah. their team it was Cook, JP, Micah, um, who's Mikey? Micah, no, Mikey, Mikey won't come any. Mikey's, Mikey won't play at the rec anymore. No. Um, I saw him last time I was there. Was he there? Yeah. Well, he the, he. Hasn't I haven't been seen there him in a long while. time. That's but probably why he didn't go after. Mike was there. Mike was on their team, and then they had who else did they have? Somebody else, or and it was it was just a really like smart team, and um, I I didn't expect them to lose the whole day. But yeah, they eventually lost. But yeah, no, he's back. He actually went through. Cook went. I that's that's somebody I I I don't know if his number's still the same, but I, I told Nell I wanna have him on. I wanna have Cook on because Cook Ninja Cook used Yeah, he was a missionary. Yeah, he stayed at yeah, my house when they, they were coming, used to, like before him they went and to Cook, Ethiopia. Yeah. They used to like li- you guys like live together? <laughs> like, no, my family like took to his family in and stayed we didn't I didn't know him. 
Yeah, we were, we were kids. A long time and, ago. Uh, so cooking through church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we took them in because they were they were missionaries and they were uh-huh. st- coming here to visit and they stayed with us for like a week or two. Okay. Went back to Ethiopia or wherever they were. So he's his family was missionaries in Ethiopia. Yeah, he was born yeah. in, Cook was born. Yeah, Cook born was born in, in Africa. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, like he. he was, I'm learning new stuff every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, he he's um he's had an interesting life and and I I, I want to have him on here so that he can kind of like that would detail, be real interesting detail what he's what he went through um. Uh, when, when he was locked up, I mean, he he ended up going into one of those like boot camp type of okay. situations. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be really interesting to yeah. talk to him and, and, and see what it is. I hopefully he come tomorrow, and I'll find out if his number's still the same. Are you guys balling tomorrow? Yeah, I, I don't know about you. You 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 were pretty Shit. broke up. You, well, we'll see. You and and you I played today. To, I, I played football tomorrow. I played football. We played it was like an hour and a half. So we'll see tomorrow. It might be. Right now, it's feeling a little rough. And sometimes <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, it's it's. Last Sunday was like, I, whatever uh, was before caveman. That's what I was. Like, it was just, <laughs> previous caveman. That's what I, hot, hot the day. problem was. I didn't. I didn't evolve last sunday no i didn't ever do i didn't do the evolution i just stayed in a little huddle huddle, (laughs) man i was icing things and 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 (laughs) taking and drinking and drinking some water trying to get right again like man man. bone spurs are just rough oh man they're not like i was doing research on what what you could do (laughs) like they're like I've watched some doctor Have for like Mike two hours. You, uh, he has done that already. Really? I hurt my ankle and he done he did his thing. Yeah, uh, you know. Like, I, get I, that out. Yeah, get that yeah. out. Hey, I, I'll take anything. When you get over, hurt, you'll take you'll take anything. Yeah, I think he tries. I think he tries to get you mentally like into thinking that you're already kind of yeah, healing. Yeah, it's, and it's stuff. all about that mind state thing. I, he, no, I think he believes he's doing something. No, it's it's and, true. It, like in a pot. Like he's that's like a pot, like some kind of positivity type thing. What did we just say though? Mm-hmm. We were on the way here, we were just talking about like how people are like these. Like you don't really ever see how you're affecting the situations that you come into like you just kind of feel like oh like i'm here nobody notices nothing's going on but you have like an electromagnetic field like you're always like you're literally at least how i see it you're literally always changing the physical reality with your presence because your your mentality and like your perception of things uh is yours and it's personal somebody else you ever have you ever be in a room with somebody and there's like a a war of perceptions happening like you're you're kind of in the same situation (laughs) but two people are like battling for what's really going on right there like and 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 somebody is always more prevalent than the other person like you're whatever you are like we really are kind of like shut off from from I think the totality of power that comes with being a human and living like we're you know we just kind of look at it like oh yeah I'm this guy I work at this place and I you know I think we sell ourselves short we've been sold short we've been sold to sell or told to sell ourselves short our whole lives 
I think that they, yeah. that they I think that they is that they keep that in place. They're I just think they like, do. hey, we can't have people thinking they're superheroes walking around here. How many years you won't go to work? Thousands of years of doing it. You know, the they. Yeah. They, 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 they're masters of doing it, you know? You know, they know how societies work. They know that, a, you know, you need, you have to devalue a person in order to run that kind of thing. A devalued person is a person easy to control. You can control a devalued person. I know the job I work at right now, I devalue myself in order to work there. Just I because I was scared, I was scared of... The ramifications of no, not having a job. That's just, well, what, that's just what you need right now. You don't. Everything that happens is kind of what you need at but that moment. But you may be, you may think you're devaluing yourself, that's, that's but in you in a way, you're you, there's still your there the value of you bringing help supporting your family. There's that, yes. You know, and, and that's, that's in the in reality, that's the most important thing. You know, but there's other things that creative things that you obviously you want to be doing and it's it, it's a balance and it's hard to figure that out yeah. you know you can't be homeless i mean you could you be could but be. you could be homeless but you could be. i mean you know i don't think that that go too well over with my wife <laughs> uh, she'd be I, like, <laughs> I always have a spare bedroom she'd be, she'd be like you you're home i was i always tell her i said you know what sometimes things get tight but I've never, I've never thought to myself that my kids are gonna go like hungry yeah. or like that we won't be able to ever like even if they did You'll come always, kick us out like you always get through it yeah like you just gotta have faith people don't believe that yeah. I heard somebody say one time they said people don't believe that they'll be held by the world in their times of weakness like you don't like you just don't think that you feel like. Hey, if I run out of money, you just can't really care about the world in times of weakness. All you can care about is that weakness. Yeah, I think uh, we get too scared. You know, that's definitely there's a lot of fear involved in that those situations. You know, we don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't want to lose our comfort. Yeah, that's just, that's the fear. We I don't think. want to lose our comfort, but our, our comfort is what we have to lose in order. To yeah, progress. but you can calculate. It's a strange. You can lose strange. it in a calculated <laughs> manner where you don't lose the comfort too much, but you can still like break it it's, down yeah. slowly. Finding a happy we medium. Got we got a little bit. Finding a happy medium. Yeah. You know, I. But there's sometimes you just gotta fucking go all out. Yeah, that's the truth. I think you just, you gotta get to you get to a point in life where you just. You believe you gotta your belief in yourself has to be greater than your fear. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's, definitely true. I think when you get to that point, if you ever get a chance to get to that point in your life, you realize that once you get past it, the fear was just was almost like self but uh like put it on yourself too much, you know? And it was just more and it was once you get past it, you realize that, man, this is just I should have been here all the time. Fear is a fake illusion. It's fucking bullshit. And actually, that's what the Bible teaches. Is you should fear nothing. Fear is just a made-up thing. Anything you fear is just bullshit in your own head. It's just you I mean, fear can create. be good, though, too, because like the fear to lose... 
Like I know in fast basketball on Tuesdays, Thursdays, the fear of me shooting a three pointer to be to play the next game makes sometimes makes me work a little harder because I know fear. I'm not going to make a three pointer <laughs> to stay on the court. Right, so like, oh it makes God. me drop work a little harder. It's like, the, it's like the fear of like if a bear like is like if you just saw a bear stand up like you you know you have that fear. So fear is you know fear is like anything else like is. It has its place, but often people use it at inappropriate times. Like yeah. you're just yeah. you're afraid of things that, if you really thought about, like that's kind of how I use meditation. Like I use meditation to kind of confront the things that I've been fearing, to try to make myself recognize that it's just ridiculous to even seriously fear those things. But they'll really have my attention. Like they'll like there's something that I really should be fearing. And the truth of the matter is when I really get quiet and really like get into it, I'm like, that's so stupid. Like you're like that's nothing really to even fear. Like yeah. I think fear is the enemy. I I get the fuck away from fear. Get away tired, from I'm fear. I'm tired of fear. That's just that's what held me back so long. I, I'm, I'm and I feel the I'm same way. I feel like I, I'm starting. You know, I feel the same way. Like I'm just anytime that I, it's almost kind of like retraining your brain. Like because at some point in time, like you learn. I'll kick if, fear in the face. <laughs> that's what you gotta do. You gotta switch fear from from a a, a demotivator to a motivator. Yeah, yeah you, you gotta you, hit that switch. And once you hit that wait, switch, what the it fuck changes are you it. doing here again? I I told you get the fuck it's out of my house. It's out a of mindset. You. He's yeah. like, uh, listen, I, I, it's gonna drive me to whatever. Okay, I gotta pay rent, and I only got like a hundred dollars in my pocket. All right, I'm scared, but you know what? I'm gonna figure it out. I heard. I heard. You can puff- fear it, or you can just. I kind of like I thrive. I kind of thrive in that kind of stuff. I, I heard, like that stuff. You know, sometimes it's good to be in those positions where you're struggling. It's probably a lie. I'm a procrastinator. That's what yeah. happens. That's why it's hard to stay at the top when you get there. Because when you get up there, you're like, oh, man. Yeah, it's it's like I always thought this back. about rappers, right? Like you like rappers from when when I was younger, and like them guys grew up rapping about their situations and like so yeah. you get to 40 how you still a rapper when you're living in a mansion you know like i think you have to you have to start to talk about the broader understanding of life like you have to start to like because people say some people like jay-z or something like what 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 does he have to rap like what he can start to do is detail what it is to be like one percent um, of people or yeah top one percent yeah like you start to the, the earth or, billion people. or like your relationship with your children or like the relationship the with your you're not happy with all this stuff yeah yeah like and that, and he really does happy. get into that like he yeah, gets into shit. like i remember he said one time he said all this ace of spades i drink just to piss out <laughs> like he's like he's like i, the, I he, he said how many times can i go to mr chow's like how like how you know i think it plays on him because I think he has an understanding that he was at one point in time and he detailed what his life was like then. Yeah. But it's almost kind of like that for me as a rapper because it's like I, my subject matter is never really um, a contemporary type of thing. Like I, I'm always talking about something that is more... Um, I try to have like a, a really positive tune to it and I try to... Uh, you know, really try to come from a. I want to make a person's life better with my music, and and that's a particular intention. Like, 
Um, it's funny. I I I I heard uh, Puff Daddy. <laughs> I was listening to a Puff Daddy interview because realistically, oh man, I mean, did you see where he lived with Amish? Yeah, in Lancaster. He lived in Lancaster County with the Amish. Daddy. Yeah. Puff Daddy was you a fresh why? air kid. Like and Harrison he, Ford in that movie, The Witness. No, was. <laughs> 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 He was a fresh air really? kid. That's fresh air kid. That's like when you see like the Amish and they got like a little black kid or somebody with them or nah. somebody. Yeah, yeah. Like not like that's we, because they bring them from there. That's why they call them fresh air kids because they bring them to from the manure air. <laughs> yeah, anyway, right? think about that. <laughs> fresh right, air kids fresh. to the, the worst shit. air quality <laughs> in. <laughs> The United States. That's fresh air kids. He did from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. He's not no, from not here. from here. He, he, he just he he like he's he was from adopted Harlem. here. He's no. from Harlem. Not a, not a, not the adopted ones. It's like there's it's a, a program. program. So like it's a program. I want you yeah. to come stay with me. There's yeah. a program. It's he said almost... he got up every morning and did all the chores and all that stuff. Like... That's that kid I met. <laughs> but no, like he said, um, he said later on in his life. Like, they asked him, he said, like, what was the turning point in your life? And he said, like, one day he woke up in his apartment and I think he was, like, living with his mom still and stuff. And he said, I woke up and there was roaches crawling on my face. Uh. And he's like, he's like, after that, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I have to change this situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. this can't Fuck happen that. anymore. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> Get some cockroaches on your face if you need if yeah. you need some motivation. I've cleaned those houses out and I'm like, how the fuck and the mattresses are on the floor. Yeah, that kind of stuff is real. I guess I guess it breaks some people kids, but it also man. super motivates kids in that house. Yeah, like, but but but, but think about like a third world country. Like Imagine think about your kids sleeping with cockroaches crawling I'm, all over them on the mattress on the floor. That's 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 yeah. a, it's a, it that's it's a disgusting well, thought. But being in those like when I was younger, like I'd be in certain, so I'd go like I remember I was in this one house one time. These people who lived across the street from my grandmother's house, and it there was a hole like you could see sunlight. You know what I mean? Like coming in like the roof. Like there was a hole and it was just filth and just like Rats, it looked shit. like a bomb went off in this house. And I'm like, man, like I didn't know people lived like that until then. But and I was young, but it made me realize, like, uh, you know, for for as bad for as bad as you can make your life seem, it could be so much worse. Oh, I remember we we're like sixteen, seventeen. Uh, there was like six or seven of us. We all kind of hung out and stuff. And this one guy was from uh, Susquehanna or Susquehannock. I can't remember. Somewhere up north. And he moved down here. His dad moved him down here. And uh, he was like, let's go back. I want to go see if I can see, find my mom. He didn't, didn't know where his mom was. He's like, let's go back yeah. and see if we can find. We're like, let's do something this weekend. Yeah. Right. So we pile like six of us in an old Dodge Charger. Like Trying to find this one. dude's mom. Yeah. This old <laughs> Dodge Charger. Some were sleeping in the trunk. We had to shove his little brother in the trunk. <laughs> he wanted to go so we drive up there and like we go to this house and the house is like it's like falling apart so much there's like two pieces of it and how they got from one piece to the other there was a board that you went up the steps and then you walked across the board to get the other part of the house 
Like that's mm-hmm. where these people. There was like four people yeah. that lived in that house. Yeah. And I'm like, what? that ain't no third world country. That's right here. That's, that's crazy. Right here. Like, and that I mean, that's where it came from. You know? Yeah. Right here. That's crazy. It is crazy. I, I, it's crazy. Kind of like when you were talking about that, it just popped in my head. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. So. But um, I don't know, man. It's getting pretty late. Yeah, it's, it's fine. We uh, you know, we had ourselves a nice, uh, nice long <laughs> conversation. We're closing in on three hours. <laughs> I got, lot, I got a lot. I got a lot of editing. You got some editing. To do. I got to do a lot of editing from last week too. But, like, uh, <laughs> nah, but. <laughs> But definitely, I just you know th- I just want to thank you for for coming on yeah, and, thanks, and, and, and talking to yeah. us and like I said, I mean it, it it made sense to me uh, to have you on here. I mean because we, this is a show for people who get into those kinds of deep conversations and you know I've had so many of those with you and you know certain thoughts that you've had have, have definitely formed a lot of how I think about the world yeah man so yeah I mean uh like I said thanks for thanks for coming on yeah thank you we've had these talks for like eight hours some nights yeah we've had some <laughs> ridiculously long the same thing we're doing now I remember the first time we started talking real like like this kind of talking yeah, yeah. like at that church my wife's like you usually home from basketball yeah, like 8 30 yeah. it was like 10 o'clock no, I was like I was well, pretty you know I was in, in trouble I was in trouble that <laughs> night no we used, to, we used to, some would be coming up and be like shit we're still talking about yeah. Wait, what's God? Yeah, yeah, you know, we're just talking about this, just getting into it. But yeah, yeah. that's who this show is for, and I yeah, think the, the people, me. yeah, I think the people who listen to us, they know the millions, you know, the millions and millions yeah. of of you out there. I want the young ones that were told by their teachers are going to get beat up to know, <laughs> don't listen, to them, motherfuckers. <laughs> Do that's, your own thing. Fuck the world. Choose your own path. Listen to somebody <laughs> who's. Listen to somebody who's done it. He's doing it. These two guys are doing it. I'm still kind of like a grown baby kid or something. But but, no, uh, you're doing it too. But I'm I'm doing. uh, These guys make me feel like uh, you know I'm definitely headed down the right uh, path though because uh, you know we we have these conversations. They're so meaningful, and uh, I hope that you guys. out there listening guys and gals i hope everybody's uh i hope you can get something from these and uh yeah just thanks for checking this out one more time all right see ya later on